0: Welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy 14 podcast. This week, it's straightforward. Patch 5.3 spoilers. If you haven't done Patch 5.3, yet, or if you're still working through even the earlier parts of the game, if you're a newer player who's discovered this, it is full-on spoiler territory from here. You have thusly been warned. So with that, let's get started. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy. Of course, Sly. He's here every week also. You knew Hi. he was going to be Hi, here. I'm here. Hi. Hi, Sly. Yep. Hey. we got to keep talking about this stuff, man. We got to do
1: yeah. it,
2: yeah. So get after it, then.
1: Let's yeah, go.
0: Which means we need number three, Ethos.
2: Good day. I am your uh, your law boy for the evening, and I am here, uh, basically solely and specifically to explain what the hell is up with Elidibus.
0: All right. Can I can I get mm. that on your resume? Can you put that on your resume?
2: It's already there. It's been there for uh, what seven, seventy
1: two
0: hours. Okay.
2: Just seventy-two. No, 72?
0: no it's you can go all the, the way back to two point one if you want. That's okay. Yeah, that's
1: what I was gonna say. I was gonna say like two point one, two point two. Yeah.
2: That would be a lie. I in in two point one, two point two, it said um uh it was like the first dot on my resume, and it was like pretty sure I know what's up with Illumis, and that was a lie.
3: Okay,
0: at least you're honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
2: I'm, I'm sorry about that. All, the, all those gigs, all those sweet gigs that I got specifically for that skill and that knowledge. Um, uh, no, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Okay. Correct.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into that, we have to do our usual sponsor readouts, shout outs, all that stuff. Steel Series, thank you for sponsoring the show as you have been. There's free giveaways in the description of every YouTube video. I've had lots of winners over the years, and uh, go enter because it's free stuff. And it supports the sponsor, and it lets them know that you're hanging, you're watching, and you're, uh, you know, you're supporting. So, always good stuff. Thanks, Deal Series. Of course, we have our Pages of Darkness now. I'm going to do the extended shout-out later, but we have names that are missing on that list. I have confirmed that it's not reading from the document. It just, the document is updated, but it's not updating the names for some reason. I have no idea why. So we'll do an extended shout-out a little bit later to cover some other names that have been added to that list. But uh, we'll be doing that later. Their names are scrolling in the top right. Thank you to them as well. Okay. We have... I have no idea where to start. <laughs> I don't know may, if you want to get the I make a recommendation of the way, or yeah.
2: of okay. I, think, I think so. Look, we, we can easily spend an hour talking about... Just like circling around MSQ stuff, so I think it would be smart to ease our way in by talking about um, Yorha, um, mostly so that I can just like get get all the salt out of the way and give everyone in the YouTube comments <laughs> yes. the opportunity to just like get me blasted on that oh that, that that Yoko Taro stand, and um, we can just get that out of the way and move on.
1: Uh, what are we looking at, like a minute, 30 seconds? Um...
2: I think we're already done. I think I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: perfect. All right. Um, let's uh... <laughs> So, yeah, I, I said this last week. I, the raid's fine, but the story and the lore is still mm-hmm. not very interesting. So here's the, okay, I'll give them this. I'll give them this. They've created room to do something, one thing interesting, room mm-hmm. for one singular aspect to potentially be interesting oh. in the third one. Please. And that is that the robots are trying to create souls. That's the only thing. That's in the data logs. The stuff the, the
3: other
0: It's okay, they, so, yeah, <sighs> kind of trying I, I, to make I, souls.
2: I, I really hate it and, and, and it really frustrates me when people are talking about this this collab and start um conflating the, the the canon. Like, we know that Yoko Taro said, like, he's treating this as a sequel to Nier Automata. It doesn't work backwards. It doesn't mean that everything that happened in Nier Automata is canon to 14. That said, isn't the whole point of Nier Automata that the robots already have souls?
0: Well, some isn't of the that robots like, have souls, oh, but now oh. your Oz robots are trying to emulate that and make souls. Like, the 2P okay. clone is, is you know, yeah. they were trying to, all the things that leave is, like, the attempt at a soul kind of okay.
2: thing. Okay, so they're, like, animal weapons.
0: Well, they're trying to do it not synthetically. They're trying to literally create a, a brand new... They're trying... I, I don't know how to describe it, but they're not... They're trying to do it in a way that doesn't emulate the animal weapon. Hmm. Yeah.
2: That's interesting. So... Okay. I think, yeah, I think that's giving him a lot of credit. Look, um, I, I, I feel, I feel a little bit guilty because when 2P betrayed us, I very sarcastically announced, Oh my God, the ones in white are the bad guys and the ones in black are the good guys. How subversive. How clever. And then someone pointed out to me, yo, ethos, that's like the whole premise for Shadowbringers dog. And I was like, touche. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was like, "Well, um, that's the Yokotaroism." Instantly, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, "Yeah, it is."
2: Yeah, and and honestly, like that that works for me. Um, okay, all right. I'm I, I'm gonna get this out of out of the way. Um, my major complaint, uh, of course, like the the raids are great, the fights are great, the music absolutely fucking slaps. Like it's so so good. I love it. Um, just oh, it's so it's awesome. Um, that said. Ever since *Arma* reborn, the 24-Man Raid series has always been one of the major vehicles for world building um, and for lore and for setting up uh, the wider world, tying in with old content, laying the stones for for new content stuff to come. The 24-Man has, al- has always, always, always been that. And now, for a whole expansion, it feels like we just don't we don't get that from, from, yeah. from Shadowbrings. Now, yep. to be, to be fair, we are getting that Pretty in fair. a major way from Baja and we're getting that in a major way from Whirlit. And I'm stoked with both of those and we will talk about both of those real soon. So to I think fair. that we are, we are given, we're given compensation, um, for that, but it's just like coming in based on the expectations that we've had on, on all the other 20 formats, it's a little bit frustrating.
0: It's a little bit frustrating. Chat your band. You said two B fair. 9S Fair. You're all bad.
2: That's it. Yeah. So, so that's where I'm coming from. Um, I, I enjoy it. I think, I think like, as raids i'm sure you guys covered all this last week like the 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 fights are fun the the hallway that you go down with those ads like shooting the lasers at you and doing the the bullet hell thing like that was honestly like one of the highlights like mechanically one of the highlights of Shadowbringers for me and i was like hell yeah this is awesome give me more of this um but uh yeah the story and lore is is where it is and there's not really much to to spoil
0: Hey, with that whole souls thing, maybe if Beck Luke gets involved, I mean, she's got plenty of time on their hands now. Like, there's like, just kind of whatever. They're like, all right, I guess I'll go mm-hmm. home to, you know, what else am I going to do? Maybe, maybe they mm-hmm. loop in and we got some, some more interesting soul talk, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I'm not optimistic about that. My favorite thing about this is when I've heard people say, oh, the 24 mans don't usually have that much implication. And I'm like,
2: Excuse me? Have you have you seen East? Have you played um,
0: Shadowbringers?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Have
2: you done any? Oh, slim.
0: No. I've had a, quite a few people no? say that, that like, oh, I mean, I find the lore a lot more interesting, or like the story a lot more interesting in this one, and I'm like... Hmm.
3: Okay. What? Okay. Mm, all right. What are you, right. well, you, mm. mm. you about to say? Well,
0: you know... What are you about to say? Okay.
1: Oh, no, no. I'm just saying, like, that just seems awful. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I end the conversation there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, we got Yorha out of the way. One more try. Maybe two. Maybe they do, like, those two in-between quests again, because the cliffhanger they left on was really shitty.
2: Yeah.
0: Not even a fucking
1: cliffhanger. What are you talking about? It was just a quest, and then...
0: Yeah, just, to- like, paid it out. I
2: was like, "What? Yeah. wait, where's the objective model? Where's there? the...
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, Where's the other quests and
2: No, that's it. That's it. Okay.
0: We got to play fake detective, and then she left. It took nine s with her. That's yeah. it. So Yorha third third tries the charm. That's it. Mm. That's that's all we got on that story lore wise. Um, so you mentioned some of the other ones. Obviously, we can't talk about Bajji yet. We'll, we'll have to do similar to what we did with with. Uh, Five point two five. We probably we could probably have a whole show about mm-hmm. just what's developing there, lore wise, and everything. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so instead, let's go to the other side. and Go to Whirlit, another one that's probably going to be a little quicker to talk about. This was mm-hmm. this was really good. They 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 did a lot in very little time with Whirlit. Shockingly, yeah. I was satisfied. <laughs> I
3: don't know.
0: Would you say
1: very little time? Because I feel like they had this up their sleeve for a while.
0: Well, I mean, they got a lot told in the amount of time it took to complete the world. Yeah. Okay. And it never felt like dragged out or unnecessary or anything. Yeah. It's very dense. Yes. Yes.
2: Um. Oh, jeez. Where Where do you Where do you guys want to start with this? Because there's a couple S- of like key the
0: fucking robot. See, so, yeah, Sid's smug. Right. Sid's smug fucking look when he's like, "Look what I did." Isn't Isn't it interesting
2: that it is literally the Ultima Warrior?
0: Yep it's It's not because
2: yeah, it we were looking though. at it and we're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought it was like a, a a reskin, and obviously, you know, it is a reskin, but it's it's a, literally a reskin. Um, he. Took it from Azaslar and As uh, put it back together. Um, so, f- for those of you who who aren't necessarily familiar, um, we fought it in
0: Fractal, fractal Hard Mode. Yes, fractal fractal yeah. the first boss of Fractal Hard Mode, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
2: first boss of Fractal Hard Mode. Um, it is it's another exactly. Proto Ultima. Um, so the before the Ultima weapon was was finished with the heart of Sabik, they were looking at like other ways to imbue. Um, these weapons with like primal abilities or whatever. Um, Proto Ultima is one of them. The Ultima Warrior is, is another one. And, um, yeah, Sid's just, uh, basically taken it and, um, retrofitted it. And, uh, and that's the G Warrior. And the G Warrior is so ridiculously overpowered. Like, okay, I, I, I know this is a massive, massive, massive oversimplification, but, um, it took us like in, in canon, Several months to liberate Alamigo. Um, and this is after like years and years and years and years of build-up to meet the perfect conditions for that to happen, right? Mm. And um with this thing, we just drift into Turncliff, and just like in 20 minutes, we've just like kicked the Garleans out. Job done, onto the next town. This thing, this thing's gotta go. The the next Weapon has got to just like wipe the floor with G Warrior. I think
1: you've just described at least twelve super robot. I knew things.
0: he was going to fucking say exactly.
2: Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're you're like the robot waifu expert, Sly. Si, so, what's your um, what's your critical analysis of the of the G Warrior? Well, it, it.
1: I like the fact that. It wasn't something that the Ironworks built. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a relic. It's Mm -hmm. a relic, but at the same time, they gave it, Sid gave it his little, you know, Ironworks kick. Mm. So it's, it's, it's not a super. It's not a real. It's a hybrid. And I love that. I Mm. fucking love that.
2: It also means it can't be replicated. So when it is like taken out of action, then, then, then that's it. It's not a Chekhov's gun that Sid can replicate.
1: But I am waiting on. The moment in, I guess, another patch when we tap into its hidden potential. Because I believe that there's something Oh, he's already the said there's,
0: there's more potential. He said, no, we're going to keep upgrading mm-hmm. this shit. Are you, are you kidding me when I'm mm-hmm. done?
1: No, it's not not just the Sid part, but it's just whatever potential it had while mm-hmm. it was in, like, in is Law. Like, mm-hmm. that. That's just going to manifest itself and it's just going to turn into, like, Tengen Tapa Gorn Logan or something like that
2: it's still going to lose though
3: i'm not going <laughs> to
0: that thing is going to be in another... that's going to be like the gob tank of a2 for, for one of the fights at some point I have uh, no doubt about that there's well it's going to be like you need to like be in its shield to like survive attacks or like you need to be in yeah. buff it's like buff barrier to like you know it's yeah, it's, uh, yeah to do stuff like that
2: well, no well doubt. then there's got to be then there's got to be some other reason why it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't work on the next weapon
1: what if, what if there's an oversoul within G Warrior that we can survive?
2: But that's redundant because the point of oversoul is to give it the like it's it, it's automation. Is, well, yeah, it's automation, but it's it's to give it's to make up for like the abilities of the pilot to give it the powers of like these you know legendary warriors. And we're the fucking warrior of light. Yeah. Like, whose oversoul are we gonna use? We'd be, we gonna, like, it'd be like,
0: like, Nero piloting yeah. one and then oversoling. I'm sorry. Uh, well, nail, no, it nail, w- nail, it w-
2: nail. It would be like, yeah, right. Yeah. It'd be like, it'd be like nail piloting the ruby weapon and being like, well, I better activate my nail dance. St- oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Never mind. It's me. It's me, <laughs> it's me baby. <laughs> so. I mean, we're hot shit, but. We
1: are hot shit, hard. thanks for noticing. We're, we're hot
3: shit,
2: but there has to
1: be something. Something within Law that you know. I, I don't know. and mm. um, I think we just...
0: I, I'd like to I remember that that thing could absorb, just like the weapons we're dealing with, it absorbed combat data when we fought it as the second yep. boss. It used warring triad yes. combat data.
2: Yes, it did. Um, mm. Yeah, it did.
0: So then, Which yes, is. I did correct myself and say it was the second boss, because the first boss was the USB stick. Right. Yeah. I'd forgotten Yeah. I forgot yeah. Oh, that. how mm-hmm. could, how could you forget
2: that one? How really, could you possibly forget that one?
0: The giant USB stick of porn. The most
2: memorable boss in the <laughs> whole game. The, por-
0: the porn stash is the first boss. As the like, delete it! Delete it! <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
3: Oh, shit.
0: Oh.
2: Um, all right well that's that's the uh the g warrior what did you guys think of turncliff B- between i th- i think this is really interesting between um this between uh uh Worlet and bojar we've seen most of southern Ilzabad now um and we were being told, you know, before Shadowbring, it was like, oh, yeah, you guys are going to be moving into, into Ilzebad, you're going to be moving towards Galmold. And then, of course, when we found out we were going to Novrath, we were like, why would you lie to us about that? <laughs> um, so so it's interesting that we've been getting it through uh, through 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 content like this. It's kind of, you know, ticking a few uh, boxes off our, our sightseeing log, um, if you will. What's, uh, what, what did you guys think? Did you guys, like, uh, explore it a bit? Talk to the NPCs and stuff?
0: Oh, I certainly talked to an NPC. <laughs> I talked to all oh, of yeah. them and one of them I love in particular. Although it's, it's one of our best boys. It's not one of the residents. Um, what's his face? Who's got the, the thing with Gaius? The,
3: uh,
0: mm-hmm. the, yeah. yeah, yeah, his, his Vol-Lin. quote, yeah, his quote where he says, uh, I feel like there was a much easier way to have beaten that thing. Maybe blast its head off with a cannon or something. Yeah, yeah, I
2: mean, I, I knew you would have liked that. Um, well, I guess, let, let me see, some facts about Worlet, I guess. Um I know he had, like, a, an approximate date for the invasion. Where is it? Yeah. Maybe not, maybe not. Where I can swore
0: that they said, they just, like, say for the last however many years, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they mention, um, I think you're talking about the wife? The wife's dialogue who mentions the husband who died, I think it is.
2: Yes, that might be it.
0: <sighs> I think she's no way, like my husband it's... died fighting however many years ago, blah blah blah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this guy I used to call myself a doctor. Epidemic came ten years ago.
0: That's the epidemic, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that. Chat seems to be remembering twenty years being in one of the dialogue options.
2: Now I thought I had recorded all the dialogue options. Um we know most of the folk are either pure natives or al Ra who basically migrated. Yeah. Um yeah, this guy talks about an invasion. He doesn't seem to be giving us a, a specific year.
0: It might be there might be another dialogue because Ch- it might have been around t- might have been around the time Al Amigo was annexed. Eight.
2: Yeah, it was, well, it was definitely before that. Um, so like 20 years is the absolute most recent it can be. Um, Amigo was about 20 years ago. Yeah, uh, depending who you ask. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really want like this to be a zone now. I really want an excuse to spend more time in Turncliffe. It just looks so different to any of the other cities that we've been to, um, with that real like
0: Mediterranean aesthetic. And uh, I don't
2: know. I want I want a zone here.
0: Yeah. A few other fun notes. They said that they, where they where the town is built actually sucks because mm. them, they're right next to the water, but they can't do anything. They can't do anything it. with it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, all right. Well, that's down hmm. there. We're up here. And uh yeah, yeah we kinda of, this place kinda of sucks, guys.
2: They love yeah, it. if if, any, if anyone's wondering, it's it's named Turncliff because it's a cliff on which terns nest. Um turns are like uh they gulls basically, they're related to seagulls. Yeah. Um and you can see a little bit of iconography around um based presumably on the terns as well as uh
0: some kind of fish, some kind of jumping fish. I don't know.
2: But I hope um, these birds look yeah. as good
0: as the Realm Reborn Born birds we've been seeing since we got flying.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I'm at least as good. Are you kidding me?
0: Did you? Yo, know, fun um, fact about those birds—they have as many polygons hmm. as a player model. Truly? No. I'm just <laughs> making the joke because it's literally—it's literally the opposite of the pots from 1.0.
3: Uh <laughs>
2: Could you imagine it? Could you like, how mad would you be if we got up there and it actually was like the, the parts in 1.0 and it had like 10 billion polygons.
0: <laughs> I'd be impressed <laughs> that the game runs um, smoothly with that.
2: <laughs> actually, no, I think I'd be kind of impressed too. Um, all right. I, I, I want to talk about um Vortal So I'm just going to steer us over to there. Um, we mm-hmm. have not had a MSQ Dusk White character period. Right. Um, in 1.0, Uriel J and, uh, Estinian both used Dusk White models. Um, but they were never, like, canonically Dusk White. Um, we had, you know, a Dusk White antagonist in the Lancer Quest line in ARR. We've had some Dusk White assassins in the, the Heavensward Astro quests. Um, Travashe may have been a Dusk White model. I'm not, I'm not sure about that one. Um, but when I saw Vaudelin, Oh, I see some, I see some yeah, macca's she, there. She, she
0: just came back with.
2: That. Hell yeah, my not, dude! Not yeah, dog. Yeah, I, I, I never
0: eat fast food unless she is eating fast food.
2: us some chips, bro. I don't believe
0: you for a Excuse second. Me, but these poor are shit, French fries. Uh French
2: fries. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, we call we call them macca's. By the way, that's trademarked in in Australia. Um. Vorlin, yeah. Okay, so when I first saw this character, I was like, this dude kind of looks like a Duskwite, but he can't be a Duskwite. He's got to be like some kind of ilzebardian elf clan that we haven't encountered before. And uh, no, he's a freaking Duskwite. He's a Galmarin baby. He's mm-hmm. my boy. He's my cousin. Officially like, literally. more
0: than Palace of the Dead.
2: Oh, my God. Um <laughs> So, he lived in the, the fringes. Um, the fringes, a lot of you guys m- may or may not know, but um, the uh, western part of the fringes was Gridanian territory. The border between uh, the woods and Giribanya was the Valadina River, which is that big river going down the middle of the fringes with the mm-hmm. waterfall and the bridge and the castrum and all that. Um, and it was when uh, Alamigo... Uh, crossed that river that the Autumn War began because that was seen as a declaration of war on Gridania. Yeah. So um, Belsar's wall wasn't built until after the Calamity, um, and all through 1.0, incursions into the, the Eastern Shroud were really, 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 really common, uh, basically because Gaius wasn't hiding behind the wall. So um, mm-hmm. there are a lot of Dusk white that were living in this area, Um, and, uh, Vaudelin was fighting against them with his fellow Duskwhite. Uh, he says 20 years ago, shortly after the fall of Alamigo, um, they were the, the first line of defense, um, for the Twelveswood, basically. Um, his whole family, uh, got slaughtered. His village was, um, decimated. Um, and, uh, the survivors were taken to Bitter Mill, uh, to become the test subjects for Black Rose, which we know was, uh, was being used there by a scientist under the command of Gaius. Um, Gaius, when he, when he saw what was happening and he saw what was happening to these test subjects and found out what it could do, he, like, he buried it, he literally buried it and it, like, poisoned that area, um, but, uh, yeah, Vaudelin ended up joining the, uh, the order of the Twin Adder to basically get revenge on the Imperials and specifically on, on Gaius and Gaius's legion. Um, and he joined us in Operation Archon. He came into the Praetorium behind us and came across, uh, Gaius who was, um, you know, limping his way out on the verge of death and was about to kill him, um, until Gaius basically said, like, yeah, fine, kill me, as soon as I've killed the Ascians. Yep. Um, and basically mm-hmm. pleaded his case, and Vordelin was like, all right,
0: let's do it. Yeah, and now the agreement um, is, as soon as Gaius does what he set out to do, his life is uh, in, you know, Vordelin's hands. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um. And it's going to be really interesting to see where that leads.
0: Especially with the MSQ when we get to that, because I think our boy Gaius is definitely coming back into the MSQ when all is said and done.
2: Yeah. Um, So that was... We'll we'll come to the other really interesting character in a moment, but I I just remembered something else that's that's really, really, really important here. Um, The Heart of Sabik in the Japanese localization um has been called since the beginning of ARR black orosite Sabik. um and we've been working under the assumption that it is orosite um that it has a relation to the the sort of primal absorbing orosite that we used on the 13th shard that um resulted in that basically becoming the voids um basically uh, Sid's confirmed this. So he's like, yeah, yeah. The hard is an aura site, some kind of aura Um, the synthetic aura site is trying to basically like replicate those, those properties. Um, so now we have what I'm considering a pretty clear relationship and something that I'm exploring in an Ivalice video that I'm working on. We got a relationship from Ultima, Ultima magic, Ultima weapon, um, back to, the the high seraph ultima herself and the oracites um and you know the heart of Sabik is part of that the oracite and the void is part of that the Lukavi Oracite is part of that then the Zodiac stones maybe and Ultima and Altima and some conflation there and there's 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 something going on there. We we were talking about in the pre-show about how people talk about Ivelise, the 24 man, being like, oh, they never deliver any like world building or whatever. No, 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 There is something, there is something really, really big here, and, uh, and we're pretty close to it. So, this is uh, another piece of the puzzle. So, that was an important one. Um, but uh, the thing that everyone's really focusing on here is uh, when this guy's so gross. This guy is so gross. Balance. Yeah, I I saw the sweat and I was like ew, and then I saw the milk and I was like ew, (laughs) and then I saw the children and and the the cages for the children lining the side of his room and I was like ew, and then I saw the way that he was talking.
0: Yeah, you you, you're focusing on all that, but think of all the milk lore we've got. All the that he went into rich. Detail on the yep. lore of the milk.
3: Uh huh.
0: About how there's only like a hundred cows ever at a time that can produce it. As soon as their milk dries up, they're slaughtered.
2: Uh, yeah. And then the uh, Ara girl, Ellie, I think her name is. And then what Allie? he was saying, Ellie. Sorry, yeah. And then what he was saying to
3: her, and I was like, ah! <laughs>
2: I was, I was feeling so uncomfortable through this thing, and I just became like increasingly more and more and more uncomfortable the more this character unfolded in front of us, which um, I think in and of itself constitutes like a fantastic introduction for this antagonist.
0: Um, you hate him immediately.
2: Yeah, but he's also the other side of the coin to Gaius. Gaius also had a protege who he basically adopted in the same way as he adopted these Aura kids that ended up becoming his lover in Livia. Um, he also collected children of foreign provinces that he conquered to, to groom as his, you know, uh, soldiers and taskmasters and, and and whatever, um, in the forms of, you know, Ritartan and, um, and of course the, the Aura kids. And, uh, Valens is like... Valens von Varo is his name, which What's is a great
0: name. Oh, such
2: a good name. Um, He he's like...
0: Almost as good as the milk. Sh-
2: he's like Shadow Gaius. You know, he's like Dark Gaius. <laughs> yeah, and the crania loopy chat makes is, a really good point. Uh, he's
0: Gaius's persona foreshadow. Yeah. There he is.
2: Sure. Yeah, sure. Whatever you say. <laughs> Um, Sly
0: knows what I'm talking about.
2: Of, yeah, of course. Sly knows what you're talking about better than you know what you're talking about. He
0: does. That's a fact. <laughs> He's Yami um, Gaius. No, Yami Yugi was cool. Oh, God. All right. It was Yami uh, other fucking guy whose name I can't remember who was a batshit crazy maniac, All right. Mm-hmm. Darth Gaius. Yeah, Batura I just, I man, just
2: really... We, we've been waiting for such a long time to have, like, the other Legatuses fleshed out for us, um, and now we've got Valens and Noah seeming like really, really strong, interesting characters.
0: They're also all um, fucking nuts! What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, Emma really- think, I don't
2: think Noah's nuts. I don't think Noah's nuts. nuts.
0: He's still pretty nah. nuts. He wants- He's the- just ambitious. And, yeah. Yeah. That's, this
2: guy's you know, just a this guy's just a psychopath.
0: But Wall needs to stop making psychopaths. What needs to happen because they've got enough of them. I'd argue, guys but that was the that whole point. Was still a psychopath until yeah. he got played.
2: But but that that was the whole point. Like the whole Garland project was to put people in positions of power who were these like independent, free thinking psychopaths that were given no uh, restraints to just do whatever the fuck they wanted. That's that's the whole so, point think of. the about everybody
1: we've dealt with from Garlemald and how they've had hey,
0: some was fine. specific issue Regular was yeah. fine. Regular was loyal, but he even he said, "Okay, no, this is useless. Let's do." Well, like, you
2: no know. regular was different because he was varus's bitch.
0: That's true. Yeah,
2: every everyone else was was. Put where they were by Solus, specifically. That's very. True. Um, for this of chaos.
0: Valens, actually, I don't know because Solus hadn't passed yet when Gaius was, uh, when the fourteenth was destroyed.
2: When when Nail, yeah, yeah.
0: So um, um, it so really we don't know about Valens. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: we we don't know about that one for sure. But um, but yeah, yeah, that that that's that's a good point. Is the Legatus the seventh Imperial Legion, so he's taken over um, he's taken over uh, yeah. Nail's position. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Yula's position. But yeah,
0: we'll just say now.
2: i <laughs> will just say now. Yeah, for she the sake of uh, she would want that expedition. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Again,
0: crazy as fuck. Oh man. Yeah,
2: it's uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, Regula's dead. Now we killed them twice. As far as I'm concerned.
2: Hmm. We're going to lay the perfect trap for Valens. What we've got to do is we've got to go out to the, the uh, world at Dairies and just kidnap, like, every one of these cows.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, like, poison the milk or something.
2: <laughs> poison the milk? That'd work. Yeah, that's pretty good. You just have good. to find... You to make sure,
0: like, he claims a cow for his own and then just, you know, feed it uh, just... I don't know. What's, what's a, what's a plant? What's a deadly plant? Eucalyptus. Nightshade.
2: Eucalyptus. It (laughs) would have to be a lot of eucalyptus. Um, so my prediction is, um, and, uh, I just want to like put my money on the table here because, you know, this is guaranteed to like pay out in spades for me. No doubt the, the, the final, um, weapon of this series is going to be a giant cow. It's gonna be like a giant and the, cow, and, um,
0: and who's and who's the oversoul? Yeah. The the cow, the cow boss from Diablo 2?
2: <laughs> the, the, the cow king, moo. moo, 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 moo.
0: I mean, it could even be Holy Cow from Eureka. <laughs> That's true.
3: Moo. That's true. <laughs> 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 you said yeah, no you. chance.
0: Uh, I mean, moo.
3: Yeah, <clears throat>
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. No, they uh, they did a great job with with. Valens, and that I really want him dead, like mm-hmm. ASAP. <laughs> um, now, up to with Nail, we had someone who was very reminiscent of Sephiroth. That was kind. Of, it's kind of again going to all the legions. We always end up bringing this back up. They always have characters reminiscent of the game. But I wonder if that even if that ends mm-hmm. up holding true with Valens because he's crazy. But I don't know if he's like Hojo crazy or. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of hard to tell if they're if they're even looking at that kind of mentality with them, because we see relations with the other legions, even if they don't directly belong to the game. Like Gabroth not being the twelfth legion, he's the fourth.
2: Who uh, Noah? Noah? Noah's the, Noah's the fourth.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had Varys for the twelfth yeah. initially, and yeah. he's looking to go yes. the line of Vane, Vane, Solidor, with yeah. everything that's going on right now. Mm. So I'm curious to see if they uh, if they they hold any of that true in any way. Yeah, I, I hadn't really
2: thought of that. Um, I mean, I could see like a little bit of Hojo in him just by being like an, a complete creep.
0: But not his actual but, like um, ambition.
2: No, I don't. I don't remember Hojo like doing shirtless push-ups
0: in his office. Yeah, but he was not the beach. Oh, Mackinac- oh, he was at the oh, beach oh. Mackinon ladies though. Although now, now I'm picturing it and I wish it was so.
1: so Like, honestly, I'd say he's closer to to Sang than anyone Oh, fuck sort of, You think but so? But Sang, Sang
0: un-loses his mind, especially in Remake Yeah Yeah He's Patrick Bateman Don't say oh, that God. Don't say that <laughs> We don't need that you know, no, no. Yeah, someone's right. It's probably he's probably like a Gundam villain, like or like a mm. some sort of like anime villain trope. Oh, Sly! <laughs> Sly's creepy. I mean, he's definitely
2: a trope. He's definitely like trope. He's definitely, but
0: specifically for like that anime genre trope, like he's probably referenced. Mm. yeah Sly figured out who it was instantly, and he's googling it as least. Well. Fuck! Who was it? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's gonna Shinji's kill me. dad. <laughs> no, Shinji's he's not Gendo.
1: He's not Gendo. No, fuck that. <laughs>
3: Oh, Snap this is changing,
0: This brought me so much joy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, and I know it. Uh, was it from Zeta? Uh, my weight t- senses t- are
1: tingling. I think it was from Zeta. Maybe. I'll have to go back and look.
3: Yeah, but, yeah, I like Chad. He God. wishes
1: yeah.
0: he was Gendo. <laughs> 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 uh, oh
3: god!
2: Oh man! Hey, oh, Sly. There's like, f- there's like four people watching that care. So don't, don't worry if you can't think of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. anymore. Andre, thank you. Andre, thank you. Yes, it was Scirocco. That's who it was. All right. Mm, yes.
0: Can
2: you make any predictions based on that? Um, on that conclusion.
1: Oh, we're gonna fuck him up.
2: Well, <laughs> no, obviously,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna fuck him up. But yeah, was right. Sh- is, is pretty seedy. Mm. Pretty fucking seedy. The exact same as Valens. So, oh. okay. no, not Haman. Definitely not Hamon. I have no idea what's happening.
0: Do we even have a same Haman? Boat as you.
1: Mm. Do we even have a fucking Hamon?
0: Who would be Hamon?
2: Nobody. Okay,
0: never we have mind. Hurry. Go ahead.
2: That's true. We do have a ham on Holy Fist, yeah. yeah.
0: That works for me. He's got hundred fists and everything.
3: Mm. Yeah. Uh,
0: um, the,
2: the the first thing that came into my head when I saw him drinking that milk, I don't know, I don't know why, was just like the the generic like Skyrim Stormcloak voice. Just <laughs> you, you milk drinker.
0: <laughs> don't worry. I'll revoice that mm. scene with Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> well, revoiced. It doesn't have voice acting in the first place.
2: I could imagine Valen sounding like Carmen.
0: <laughs> it's like one of those things where they don't speak and they're super like scary, and then they go like, you'd "Be like, mm. hey, how you doing?" And you uh let Gaius
1: Van <laughs> Belsar of all people get the uh yeah, you, the better review? Uh, you? You
0: let Gaius uh, get the better of you? Oh no! Oh, that's <laughs> I'm gonna have to punish you for that. That's that's not gonna fly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, not to mention he sent someone into his beating room. He said, <laughs> like just go wait for me." Yeah, right. <laughs> he's a, it, it was what did what did he say? Wasn't it his beating room? Chamber, it was like his, his punishment,
2: yeah, punishment
1: chamber.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, go wait for me in my my sex dungeon, you naughty boy, you <laughs> naughty little boy.
0: It's not easy being Garland.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, this... Okay. I don't know that I even want to see more of him, because I think I've seen too much as it is. Yeah. That's, it's 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 a rough spot to be in. Oh, but we gotta kick his ass. <laughs> I, hope, I hope a Gaius versus Valens 1v1 happens at some point, with uh, Borderlane watching, just being like, mm-hmm. as soon as he wins. As soon as he wins. Yeah.
2: yeah. Guy's just, like, beating him with a cat-of-nine-tails. You like that? You like that, you filthy <laughs> yeah, boy? Yeah, the
0: problem is Valens might actually like that, is, the is I think, the problem. He's just gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you show me. Oh,
2: no, no, don't, not that, don't choke me, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> little, little, Little did we know. That that Valens had that side of him. He's more on the dominating <laughs> side than the than the receiving side, though. Because I don't think he'd throw out a choke me daddy. Uh, yeah. He's a sadist, right. not it's a like, sadomasochist. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that those hey, terminologies look, were both hey, so readily available in your vernacular.
2: Uh, come on, he might be a switch, alright? Okay?
0: Lore, by the way. Yeah, lore. Lore.
2: Um... No. So that's, um, that's no. Warlet. Is, is there anything anything else in Warlet?
1: Uh, no, let's just get off of that.
2: <laughs> get
1: off,
0: not the right choice <laughs> of words, by the way. Yeah, fuck me. That's not the right choice of words. <laughs> I will say this, um, when I think of things we lost dungeons for, I think of things like Turncliff and the dream world of Bajja and stuff like that. That, that readily comes to mind. Something that's still world building, but not necessarily, uh, you know, in my face as part of the roulette I never do. So. Are
2: we, are we okay with that? I'm okay with that.
0: I'm okay with Jim. that. All right. Good. Just Everyone's okay with that. I'm just glad that they're, it feels like it's still being moved into world building. Mm-hmm. world building yeah. and more like i really like the dream mm-hmm. sequence from from Bajda. that was that was fantastic in my opinion i just mm-hmm. wish again other than new game plus i really wish I could do these things more readily like a simulation yes. of the sapphire weapon like just yes. for fun's sake you know what or even don't you know, it do a, an extreme simulation of sapphire with the fucking, with the fucking robot 1v1 i don't care yeah why, why not just tune it up there you go we already had like a practice thing in the middle of the ocean i'll take a simulation of that gold saucer game incoming. G-type gold saucer game. Well, G would mean gold yeah. for saucer, but yeah. There you go. I'm okay with this. Okay, so that's Whirling. Oh, and uh, dude with who's, uh, who jerks off to, to fighting robots and weapons and shit is still just jerking off in the locks, also. Just want to throw that out there.
2: He's gonna love Valens. <laughs>
0: Dude, he might even actually be Valens, as far as I'm concerned. Oh shit. Just, he's undercover in the locks. That's how they knew to move all the weapons away from Turncliffe before we got there. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. That's it. That's the lore. We figured it out. That guy's Valens. you okay. just... so
2: yeah, I'm done. On. I'm sorry, how's he, how's he
0: like? He just sits there, just like. <laughs> just like. He's just tweaking the whole thing. You're making like gang signs or something? No, no, no. Like, he's like huddled <laughs> over, just like. <laughs> he's, he's you can, like, he's yeah. Like the he, shamblers,
2: yeah. He, he, he. Um, he couldn't help making the Gallian gang signs. He just gave himself away.
0: Yeah, and where's Nero? And when's Nero show up? And like, I made a better one, Sid. And we're like, how is that even fucking possible, Nero? How did? You yeah,
2: where is from? Nero?
0: He's maybe he's still following Alpha and Omega.
3: Hmm.
0: That's that's the next thing. Is like Edda, you know, when we see Edda in the cities randomly, like as a Flash, you see Nero just. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> just from a bush. Yeah. yeah,
0: just from a bush. <laughs> Nero, it's fine. All right, so that covers Sorrow it. That covers mm-hmm. Nero, I guess. I'm not gonna yeah. lie; I don't have much to say about dwarves. I haven't done them yet.
2: I haven't started them yet either, Slav. stuff. started. What the fuck is wrong with yep. you? You're a crafty boy.
0: All right, what you go for us? What the
2: fuck is wrong with you?
1: Do your goddamn dwarf dailies.
0: Yeah, I right. know what he said last week. Do you know what he fucking said? We're making alcohol. No,
2: what did he say
1: last week? Do your
0: goddamn week? dwarf dailies. He said, he said something along the lines of like, when you're thinking about spending that special night with your ladies, no, fuck mm-hmm. that hoe, lolly hoe, do your dwarf dailies. <laughs> <laughs> lolly that ho. No, no he said, <laughs> fuck that ho, lolly ho, do your dwarf daily. Uh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. So All he's right. really passionate about this. Okay. About as passionate as when he figured out that Valens was a was a, an anime
3: trope. <laughs> All just, right. He, so, what's I mean, um, so. Far, I
1: mean, I really, really haven't dug deep into the quest, mm-hmm. um, but really, so far. The main thing is that Ronnet is wanting to make, basically, the tech that we saw in the, uh, the blueprints, it's not really, it is for the fence, it's to ward off sin eaters while transporting goods. So the idea came from Kalusia mm-hmm. when they were thinking about, you know, making the grog and everything, and they needed to, uh, you know, transport supplies. Mm-hmm. The, the frog, the mechanized frog, wasn't going to get it done so they were like, "Well, hey, um, Watts had this had these uh, blueprints for a for a tank." I'm like, okay, all right, fuck, we'll do that. So we're making the tank
2: that transfigured. So, so we were told before patch that it was going to um, uh, be predicated by the events of the near raids. Does that tie in at all?
0: Well, so we didn't. As we know, seen, were no. told it would be predicated, but we were specifically told that you'll find out in in your, uh, You know, the the dwarves have some problems, <laughs> and I'm just like right.
2: Right, so we're just kind of left to read between the lines there, are we?
0: Yeah, they weren't like... I guess so. I will say, myself and a lot of others definitely interpreted that, because they were talking about Dwarf Mm -hmm. Dailies and then sidetracked to talk about Nier and how, you see Mm -hmm. in the trailer, the Dwarves being, uh, you know, bombarded. But they never once said, like, this leads to this. They just, like, sidetracked at a point in the conversation where it seemed like that was the logical step. They have nothing to do with each other. As far as okay,
2: I okay, okay.
3: All right.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. There's just two different statements way too close to each other, being made. All yeah. right. So in other words, Nier's back to being even worse than you know. <laughs> it, it was almost at. almost relevant. Almost. Really, yeah. really close. Yeah. Yeah. That's when they were also talking about near using <laughs> use up the Kalusia the Kalusia memory. Yeah, it was, yeah. No memory, memory. left yeah. in Kalusia. Yeah.
2: Pretty, pretty dumb. Okay, <laughs> um, is uh, I, I mean I'm sure like the dwarf dailies are gonna un- unfold, and there's probably gonna be some interesting story um, developed there. So you know if you're listening to this in like weeks and months down the track, then um, apologies we haven't gotten to it yet. We'll talk about it when we do. Foster. Um But Sly, is there is there anything like there that seems compelling to you so far?
0: The fucking booze, Nothing. the booze dwarf. <laughs> yeah. There's a, dwarf, <laughs> that that a booze dwarf you can talk to for like 10 to 15 minutes that just like teaches you all about like booze.
3: Really?
1: Um, and the only thing being that the, uh, I can't remember the dwarf from Kamra, his name, but the idea that both Ronit and the dwarf from Kamra were both, uh, descended from Watts.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they got that like common ancestry. Mm. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Alright. I'm sure the individual quests, because I remember the Pixie Dailies, mm-hmm. like, obviously the whole... Awesome. like thank you. The whole, like, the <laughs> whole, um, okay. Lee Meg thing and, like, all that was cool, but, like, a lot of the individual dailies had little tiny mm-hmm. nods to things, so I'm su- I'm assuming that there's that's there, too, at the dwarves. The Kikirins didn't have that so much other than just certain, where certain things were located. Uh, I mean, like Beast you know, quests, so...
2: We got a good bit of, um, uh, a good bit of ronkin' law from the kick on.
0: Well, no, I mean specifically well, from the daily, like the actual objective right. of the daily quest.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Like okay. we are basically
0: told we need this for this, we need this for this, bring it back. Whereas with the pixies, we we picked up on a few more things, I felt. And we also yeah, have the dude that, that just stands in the fucking thing creeping on pixies, in the fucking frocks. <laughs>
2: The the tall thua. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty great. Yeah. Okay. Well um if if not beforehand, we'll definitely be coming back to these in uh ALZV, won't we?
0: Oh yeah. I guess, eh? Don't worry, I can't wait to lose. <laughs> I can't wait to lose.
2: Alright. Well um I, I think that gets all of the like um peripheral stuff out of the way, doesn't it?
0: Unless you want to talk yeah, about the Fox Commander real quick. He's an asshole. No. Yeah.
2: It's no. an auspice And they're what did you say they're boards? They're bored, they're bored um,
0: yeah. They're like at they're the Rising P-board. temple, every time we go to yeah. tell a story it's like, "Oh, I've heard that one a million times before." And it's like, "I need something So now
1: to say. so now they're going to retell different stories about how we whipped Shiva and like retell it over and over and over and over again. <laughs>
0: So that's an interesting note in chat. They said the Flothman shows up in the Dwarf Dailies. So he's going to be part of the Allied Beast Tribe quest, no doubt.
3: Oh, snap. What if he's the, okay. what if
0: he's the first equivalent of what's-his-fucking-face back on the source, the, the Mikote?
2: Oh, yeah, the bounty hunter that's trying to, like, neuralink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm ready for it. I'm so fucking okay. ready for it. Yeah. All
2: right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, all right.
0: See? lore.
2: <laughs> I can, uh, I can party with that.
0: Yeah, and, and for the fox commander, that that's it. Rowena and everyone around says he they they they, they liken him to Amric slightly, and then they and then they call him commander, and he's fucking pissed. He's like, please stop, please. I don't. I'm just. A, I'm just. I, I've survived hundreds of years, and I don't deserve this. Amric, what did they do to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh man.
3: Aye, aye, aye.
0: So yeah, there's that little bit too. But uh, other than that, the fights obviously. There's nothing fancy to say about the actual Unreal content for lore. Just went to the they went to the Wandering Minstrel School of please tell me stuff. <laughs> Not much else to say about that. But nope. There is a lot to say about is the last thing, the thing people have been waiting for the most.
2: I love I love how you say the, the last me- thing, and this is going to be like an hour and a half. The meat. Oh, and also the potatoes
0: it's the meat the potatoes um, the plate
2: yeah everything the, the <laughs> whole the whole dang restaurant the, the table be. the
0: candle the bread the endless <laughs> bread uh, the, the Laha yeah bread. there was there
2: was there was, a, there was a bit of bread
0: oh yeah there was literally that's why i brought it up mm-hmm.
2: um okay how how do we how do we want to do this do you do you want to give us like a Point by point synopsis, and then dive into the deep bits because I've I mean, got a lot honestly, to we say, to, honestly, we kind of have to start with the bread. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I've got a lot to say, particularly about Alitabus and Azem, and I don't know when, like, the appropriate time to do that would be. So maybe we should just like. Go probably over everything briefly instance, first, it's, it's and then come the, back the to it. The
0: activities immediately following the instance would probably be the appropriate time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay.
0: So, we start kind of nothing nothing that abnormal or, uh, you know, urgent kind of starting off. We, uh, mm. listen, Let's, let me get into it. Um, I know where you're going with that but this one second. No, that's fine. I'm just yeah. going to sit It starts off and... at the very beginning with it just being like, yeah, we still don't know what the fuck he's on about. Like, cause we got to figure it out. But, you know. But there's Totoro wanting to make bread and I guess bring it across, to have us bring it across dimensions because that's a normal thing to do. Um, thankfully, it is in this case. And uh, it's Archon Loaf and apparently it's absolutely disgusting but nostalgic because it's maximum in... In nutrition, nutrients. Yeah, it's all about it's nutrients. R- it's, it's not supposed to be disgusting. It's just not good. It's made of like, fish parts and vegetables, and it's yeah, bread. like
2: it. It's not. It's not great, but it's not. It's, terrible. You know what it is? It's,
0: it's literally. It's like,
2: it's like
1: bread that tastes like, like
2: nothing.
0: It's like that's all it is. It's, it's, it's like Vegemite
2: and Marmite, like
0: but just the bread itself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's
3: it.
2: It did kind of remind me of lutefisk and, like, a lot of standard uh, Norwegian fare, which gave me a bit of a chuckle as we were doing this. Uh, yeah. I can imagine uh, Scandinavians eating fish bread.
0: I, I found it hilarious that the one thing Tataru can do really well is make disgusting bread. <laughs> She's like, well, I'll try being an arcanist, I'll try mining. I'll try this. I'll try that. It's like, no, it's making disgusting bread. That's the that's the talent. And I love the f- I
1: love the fact that Kral had to like consult with Rambrose, too. Like Rambrose, Rambrose, can you come taste this real quick? Yes, yeah, this is fucking disgusting.
2: <laughs> it sucks,
1: Good right? Job. Yeah, it, well, it just is <laughs> Good job. Yeah, well done.
0: Gross and repugnant. Good job.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, you know what though, Tataru? we uh, we got a lot of lore. So we got milk lore and bread lore. Fortunately, got we got a lot of that this patch, Um, and then on on the first, we end up trying to uh, we end up mostly just trying to teach a few kids how to be warriors of light slash darkness while also dealing Mm -hmm. with the fact that the the scions are starting to really feel the effects of being on the first for as long as they have. They're they're fainting, lightheaded. Depending on when they actually arrived, it looks like the people who arrived first were. Showing mm-hmm. actual fainting and the people who arrived later, like Alice, they were just getting like headaches or you know, lightheaded in a sense. Mm-hmm. And that completely is irrelevant by the end of the patch, it just puts a little bit of urgency at the start of the patch to let you know, no, we really need to get them back. Like, we're, we're out of time with this one. Um, but the probably the, the biggest talking point that people have felt okay talking about, even with avoiding spoilers, is probably what happens all around there. And that they they spend an awful lot of effort talking about the art of uh, the apothecaries, <laughs> the potion maker, the people who fix apothecary stuff. Yeah, the apothecary, apothecary.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
0: It's an interesting little tidbit. You got anything about apothecaries for us at this?
2: I mean, not not really. Like people looking at it and they're thinking like, oh yeah, okay. Like alchemist, uh, sorry, chemist, apothecary confirmed. Um, on, we, we know that um, in Mericidia, there there's like a, a, a martial discipline of, of uh, witch doctor, uh, which uses like potions and al- alchemical reagents and stuff like that. Um, we know that uh, Thavnair, they import um, a lot of stuff from from Mericidia. They're actually the only um, foreign power that Mericidia trades with. Um, and a lot of Thavner's um, like, uh, alchemical tradition, uh, comes from that relationship. And there are like, uh, disciplines similar to this in Thavner as well. So this is just like another one of, of, you know, this idea being out there of, of, uh, a sort of, uh, alchemy or chemistry based, um, combat class, which is interesting, but, um, I certainly wouldn't be expecting it in, in 6.0, um, because, you know, like, we got Geomancer, we've got, like, other stuff that's out there, that's been out there for I'm a while.
1: Still, I'm still holding out hope
2: for Calculator. Please don't take no, that.
0: you're not part of this conversation anymore.
2: Well, that, that's just no.
0: Arcanist. Yeah. Damn, a lot of people have said that arithmetician and Calculator is just Arcanist. Yeah, don't, that's just Arcanist. They still know the lore.
3: Bro. That's no. all they're doing.
0: They're just <laughs> shit down in their books. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No, I I I see the po- I I feel like it's just they spent so much effort like talking mm. about it. it. just it was it was so mm-hmm. much like like just They could have made the point way quicker, but they didn't.
1: Yeah, you're right. In the past when when we talked about these little especially with like stuff like the rising and little nods like, "Hey, what's your like what color do you prefer, red or blue?" and all these things. Yeah, this This kind of feels a little heavy handed in terms of, hey, we might do this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we got a lot more than this on Geomancer. And, um, someone in chat makes the point, like, particularly in Heaven's Ward, we also got a lot more than this on Time Mage. Like, a lot more than this.
3: Well, we got it in. We got,
2: we got like all of Hildebrand and all of Alexander was like, time magic, time magic, time magic. And then in Shadowbringers again, it's like, hey, you know, time magic is a thing, right? No, just me. Okay, um, so everyone jumping on a a, a, po- a pocket three, um, right now is like it would be it would be cool, but don't fall into the trap of thinking that this is like a self evident.
3: Um, no, it's, it's definitely know, not self-evident.
0: Yeah, it's just that this was heavy handed in the main scenario, where stuff like like time mage with Gigi and Alexander, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. it was less like an like an art. Like Gigi was a big mystery. When it came to Alexander. Mm-hmm. It was just like some primal magic that, he, like, it was. It was. If anything, people are like, I guess that means summoners getting time magic. Like that's what some people went right <laughs> to there because they're like, oh, we, we got Dreadworm trance. When did we get, uh, you know, uh, Col- Colossus stance or whatever the fuck you want to call it? When do mm-hmm. we get to summon Alexander? That's mm-hmm. the next logical step. Except Alexander would not be happy no. if we did that.
1: No, no, no. The next logical step is when do we summon four fucking Bahamut's? <laughs>
0: That is the next logical step. When is when you is, know, Alec, yeah. Alexander was
2: pretty chill with, um, Tier and the Crystal Tower, you know, that time magic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how um, we were talking about all that stuff in Heaven's We kind of completely, we kind of completely skirted the whole, you know, <laughs> Crystal yeah, Tower and, thing uh, with the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And and someone made the point in chat just a little bit ago, which um, which is absolutely the case. Gaia uses time magic as well
0: mm-hmm she does um
2: so yeah yeah I mean chemists would be pretty cool but uh yeah well, we, did, we are doing do mean. another healer yeah yeah that's the thing now uh, there's
0: there's there's a bunch on the table and it's about figuring out which one it's gonna be
2: well any of those mm-hmm. could be a healer like yeah, any exactly. of those three could be a healer
0: yeah so that's uh that's that's gonna be the mystery which one will it be because we're almost sure we're getting a healer and a heavy handed apothecary really puts it in the forefront. Thankfully, more so than mm-hmm. some of the other jobs we'll talk about in the dungeon, which uh, is a whole different whole different ball game altogether. Um, yeah. So, after we go through a little bit of helping these, like show these kids, oh, it's like to be a Warrior Light, Warrior Darkness, watch us fight, we're going to collect bat fangs. Um, did we realize that, like, uh, Graha's like, okay, this is what our results, like, Beck, Luke, and I, like, what we've actually accomplished at this point. And explains how it works. He says he's, you know, it should theoretically work. He's going to do a test of it, which he does a little bit later. Um, but that because of the urgency, they're like, Is Is Ishtola okay? <laughs> they're just like, How's Ishtola doing? Because we, we've all yeah. been fainting, and she's just alone, like way out there.
2: Which was a great idea, by the way, as we all pointed out in 5.2. Such a great idea to leave her alone at the bottom of the ocean. She was fine. She's a yeah, big girl. demonstrably she fine.
1: She's a big girl. She can
0: handle uh-huh. it. <laughs> mm.
2: yeah. She's a big girl.
0: Chat did bring up that we we met, we messed uh, we missed the uh, tower where we accidentally get called to the tower with Elizabeth.
2: Yeah, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that. Don't worry about that. You you've missed a few things here, and we will be coming
0: back. Yeah, it's it's not like we can really avoid it. Um, because when we yeah. go, when we when we when we go back to uh, the editor, uh she's passed out on the ground, and just she just fainted. Apparently, it's nothing to do with anything else. But Alitabis is like, hmm, opportunity. <laughs> Let's uh, let me ridicule you for the next six minutes while you play through every expansion you've played through thus far, and mm-hmm. uh, there's mad exposition. Everywhere, so much so that keeping up with it all even with the minor dialogues is a little bit uh a little bit chaotic and then uh, he wanted to fight us himself in ardbert's body hmm <laughs> he kidnapped her to make sure we'd comply too but uh that was that was a a time going through all of uh the game in like six minutes this is this is your life yeah
2: it it really did feel like this is it. This is, this is the end of your journey. Like everything that you've been doing since, you know, 2013 has been leading up to this. Like this was, um, from this point onwards, this was such like an incredibly sort of cathartic and, and emotional experience for the MSQ, I think. And, and I'm sure that that, you know, was the case for a, a good number of you all, uh, playing through it as well.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I I tried to carefully pay attention to as many of the the minor dialogue pieces, even when you're, like, facing some of the scions and stuff. Some of the things they say are, (laughs) I mean, Elidibus is making them say it, but, (laughs) Mm. oh boy.
2: Was there anything in particular that, like, stood out for you?
0: I remember there being a couple of, like, little dialogues that some of the the non-aggressive NPCs are saying about, but I can't remember the exact details Mm. of it, because there was so much, it was hard to process. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah yeah Elbert does say sloppy that's he sure does he say, does yeah loud and clear. they're like, just borrow that audio clip. just grab that real quick um the most yeah, interesting see, thing is probably the xenos illusion because mm-hmm. he actually loses control of it, yeah, which is uh pretty foreboding, one might say,
2: yes, I mean, we've talked a little bit about like what xenos might actually be, and what that that resonance project of, you know, trying to rejoin a person um, could actually have been, you know, Emmett Selk trying to, particularly now, Emmett Selk trying to find a way to bring back um, the Amritines without having to sacrifice all these other worlds. Um, and Xenos uh, could be much, much denser than... Alitibus, or even you know any of the the unsundered Asians, we just we have no way of knowing.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's got some souls probably uh, pushed in there a little bit, a little bit of souls from some other people. A little too mm-hmm. many. It's a little out of control, mm-hmm. I'd say, to say the mm-hmm. least. He's uh, dense. He's, he is dense in every manner of the word, pretty much. <laughs> little a single mind.
2: Just a good catch all, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But that's uh, that's probably the most important thing I took away from that um, was the Zeno solution. Jesus Christ, phone! What are you doing? Stop it! What do you need, Seattle? You don't need anything to call me twice. There's no way you do, Seattle. <laughs> it's just rang twice in a row. It's so fucking annoying. Uh, but other than that, that was just a fun little walk down memory lane for me. For the most mm-hmm. part, everything from that point on was. Open the floodgates, pretty much. Cause that cutscene yeah. ends with Ishtola remember, reminding you who the actual main character is. Yeah. She wakes up, she just gets out of whatever he had set for her, like whatever whatever bonds, and she's like, See, I figured you out. <laughs> and she ends up being correct. Very, very immediately yeah. correct.
3: Didn't even
2: need Andre's help on that one. She must have been very proud
0: of herself. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, she just... Fig- I don't... She, I, tell them, I mean, she explains it. Whatever. Go, go at this. This is the beginning of you never you, being you me to, to stop talking. Yeah.
2: You want me to do it now? You really She's want you're gonna, me to well, stop? Well,
0: it's going to start now, but it's going to quickly spiral into everything. It's, it's yeah. unavoidable at this point.
2: We right. got beer. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, let me, let me, let me collect myself a little bit here. So Elitibus is a primal. Um, this, this is the same Elidibus that was the heart of Zodiac. Um, Aurangier's speculation that another one was promoted afterwards is, is not correct. My speculation that this was an, un, uh, that, that, that this was an untempered Elidibus that could be reasoned with somehow. Was incorrect. Um, all right. This is tough because I'm, I have, I have a hard time, um, splitting my notes here on Olytibus and my notes here on, uh, on, on Asm. Um, we'll come to Asim uh, in, in a moment. So, Yustola mentions that Olytibus is a sliver of Zodiac. He was summoned and programmed by this uh, cacophony of voices um, into which his own identity must be like really difficult to kind of uh, extricate, to grasp. Yeah. Um, but this struggle is clearly like compounded recently. Elidibus is behaving very differently to how he was behaving like from back in 2.1, right? Um, which I thought was was really interesting um and the point there is that the 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 two voices from this cacophony that were actually like there from the beginning and had these clear and discrete memories of the pre-sundered world were emmett selk and la right like all mm-hmm. the other Asians, their memories are secondhand they're reconstructed from these crystals um and, uh, as we know, like, we, we see, like, most obviously with Gabu and Gabu summoned Titan that mm-hmm. the, 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 the worshippers or whoever's like willing the existence of these entities dictates their thoughts and feelings and memories. And, um, with those two gone, um, Elitibus's mind is, is effectively unraveling and all he has left as we're seeing through these echo scenes is this obsession with duty when, when he took up the the mantle, took up the role of Elidibus, like Laha Brea was telling him that he was obsessed with touches, his duty. And he was, yeah. yeah. And then he needed to relax a little bit. Like Laha Brea was telling him to relax and like go outside and take a walk. So I got the play. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at this point, um, with them gone, Alibis's memories are fragmenting and dissolving and this obsession is is the only thing that remains the only thing that's still um sustaining him which is um pretty tragic. Um now, Yeah.
1: Before you go on and this is slightly getting ahead of myself but when Alibis um got the title mm-hmm. of mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I was thinking about this like when like after the trial um mm-hmm. like in terms of the life of Amoratines. mhm was he a child essentially an Amoratine child when he got the the mantle of alitobus or was he like an actual
2: adult I, I, look i i don't think we can know for sure um i i found this really interesting when the convocation summoned Zodiac, they sacrificed half of Amarot. They didn't hmm. sacrifice themselves. You know, none of them volunteers. Yeah. They, they were like, "No, me. No, I got it. I'm, I'm important. I'm part of the convocation. So it, it would make sense if they were like, Hey, let's, let's make the kid do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that kind of like, Adds, adds a lot to, I guess, the tragedy of Olynibus' character that he was some kind of like child prodigy that was like, you know, uh, uh, groomed for and pushed into this role. Um, but uh, the fact is we, we simply don't know, um, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what, what we what I was describing with like, once Emma is dead, there's nothing left to like keep his mind really like together and on focus. And, and, and it starts, you know, unraveling, um, makes sense why Emmett seemed to have put in this like contingency plan that if Emmett failed and Emmett was destroyed, that a little bit could be put out of his misery effectively. Mm -hmm. Um, which is, uh, which is, which is messed up. Um, so I think, okay, if, if we, if we step back a little bit, um, mm-hmm. when we meet Elinibus in the, the um, at the beginning of this patch, it's like we, he, 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 realizes that we've like summoned him to us somehow. Yeah. Um, and this is the first hint that we get that we are the 14th member. We're part of the convocation that he's beholden to the will of the convocation, mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was saying in 5.2, like, I exist to fulfill not the will of Zodiac, but the will of the convocation. Um, so perhaps we have like some sort of influence, uh, on him there. Um, okay, I want weren't I want
0: Convocation, Yeah, well, we'll get to that a bit later. If we weren't before.
2: Yeah, well, okay, so do we, do we accept that, that we were part of the convocation, th- th- that Hythlodius was being pretty unambiguous when he, when he gives us the, the, the sun, the soul stone that he says, now it's where it belongs, you are the f- 14th member, um, do we, do we accept that? Yeah,
0: I accept that, it's hard to, it's, it's really hard to explain it much. Of <sighs> I
1: accept, I accept that we're the 14th member now. Rather yeah, than being
0: I think I would have accepted time. it less if when he saw us at the tower, it didn't flash to a quick scene of an of you know an Emirati. if it had just been we were there, and he's just like, "Oh, you called me here," I could maybe have attributed it to something else, mm-hmm. um, such as Ardvert's body. But we have Ardbert's soul, so nothing about his body should be drawing him there. Because as far as yes. we know, we have his 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 soul and his mind. We just yeah. don't have his physical body. So yeah.
2: And, and to be fair, like Elizabeth says, well, I don't remember you. Maybe I never met you or maybe it's just another thing that's lost to me. I think the latter is true. Like I say, his memories, his mind is, is unraveling and he, he's, mm-hmm. he's got all these voices in his head and he can't distinguish his own. And, and, and the, the, the two voices that were clear and specific are gone now. Um, I think that he just couldn't, couldn't remember that was just lost to him. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think there's two, like, um, there's two theories you could take here. One is that we are literally a shard of Azem. The other is that, well, whoever, whatever Azem was, we have inherited that, um, from, Emmet, from Hyphrodius, um, through Emmet. Um, I, I, don't think the, the distinction is necessarily uh, important. Um, but to understand, like, what Elitibus is doing and how Elitibus extracted himself, and this is, this is the key. Elitibus extracted himself from Zodiac after the sundering and i'll, I'll demonstrate the, the the timeline for you in a moment but i have seen a lot of speculation around that um uh Elidibus, like extracted himself before the sundering and that's how heidelin was able to to defeat him that that's not the case he 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 lays it out for us here um all right so so let's let's start with with azim like the nature of azim i guess um so hi mm-hmm. Claudia says among all the officers, the 14th was the most unusual. For a while the rest sat in Amorot, its holder was charged with gaining an intimate knowledge of the wider world. So we were a, a, a traveler. We were the first adventurer. Um, while they're all sitting in the ivory tower where, again, traveling the, the world, learning about people and their cultures and their problems and stuff like that. Honestly, probably living like a pretty similar life to what we live now mm-hmm. um, as the warrior of Light which is obviously like the, the kind of parallel they're trying to draw here. Um, Emmett describes us as a shepherd to the stars in the dark. And some people are taking that to mean that we traveled to different stars to other worlds. I don't know about that. Or if it's just like a flowery metaphor, I don't know if you guys have any like opinions on that, whether that might tie in, uh, somewhere.
0: I don't, I don't think it means literal. I think it's a metaphor.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I thought so too. Particularly since the the star signs are taken to represent the other, um, the 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 other convocation members. That being a shepherd to these stars in the dark, um, kind of uh, solidifies Azem's role as like the moral center and the moral compass of the convocation. The wisest, the one that knows about the world, um, and the once he realizes that summoning Zodiac is a mistake and he leaves, then this, this guiding moral compass for the convocation and subsequently for the Assians is just completely lost. Um, so Azem was opposed to the summoning of Zodiac, left the convocation. They were also opposed to the summoning of Heidelin and didn't side with, uh, Venat, which is mm. very curious. Now, after the sundering, zodiac crystals were forged for every single one of the convocation members, um, with whatever memories the unsundered specifically Emmet, Selk, and La had of them, so that they could find the shards of their former convocation members, give them these crystals, and they would basically give them these memories, which would, you know, trigger a strong enough echo. Um, and give them some semblance of their old identity so that they could, you know, go about fulfilling this role as Ascians. No crystal was made for Azem um, because the convocation was salty, um, but Emmett at some point made one in secret, um, which contains an account of their life as well as, he says, uh, a magic of their own conceiving. The magic to summon the stars to your sight is what Hythlodia says which is also um, may or may not be metaphorical or, or literal. Um, now, the sundered Azem became the first warrior of light. Um, and we know this because Elizabeth directly says, sundered though you may be, you fought for the world's salvation for hope. Um, so Azem, after the sundering on at least one of the shards, but quite possibly like all of the shards of Azem across all of the shards. Um, I I think we can entertain this idea was the first warrior of light and provided this beacon of hope to, to, to everyone in this like, you know, dark period, you know, fighting for, for justice and, and, and fighting for the light and giving people this, this symbol of, um, basically of worship, not, not necessarily mm. literally of worship because we don't know like primals, for instance, they don't need to be like literally objects of worship, but of, of this fixation, this, this willpower that resembles worship in some way.
3: Mm.
2: Now this, this is where we get back to a This is really important. Um, zodiac was originally summoned with prayer, with willpower for hope and for salvation, uh, to deliver the star from destruction. Uh, so a desire for this, um, and subsequently a desire to put the star back together, would have been the driving motivation for Zodiac and subsequently for Elidibus, um post the, the summoning uh, of Zodiac. Now, an identical hope to this was being placed in Azem as the first warrior of light by the people. And this hope, this desire for salvation... Um, basically redirected to Zodiac because it was the same stuff that fueled Zodiac. And so even after the sundering of Zodiac was imprisoned, this empowered Elidibus enough, just enough to extract himself, project himself, whatever you want to say from the heart of Zodiac. He, he When he's talking about Azem, he says, hope, it swells within me, empowers me he's saying this immediately after he's talking about people hoping and, 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 and like looking towards as he says, yeah. it swells within me, empowers me now, now I may carry out my mission. And that's the moment when he, you know, he's basically sitting in the dark in this prison, the moon, whatever it is, feeling the suffering of, of his brothers in the convocation and, and having no way to get out and help them until Basically, he gets this injection of hope, this injection of prayer that lets him extract himself as this sliver, like just enough to project himself out of zodiac. Um, so that's what Elidibus is now, and that's that's basically when it happens. Um and as he realizes this, Olydibus continues to to basically accommodate and groom this um hero worship this worship of the warriors of light and their legends across the shards uh because well you know for 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 a few reasons um, firstly uh because it lets them pitch like light against darkness and 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 create chaos leading to the rejoinings you know, like, like when Ardbert first comes to our world, it's like, I'm going to get Ardbert and his crew to kill these primals. So like, you know, go, go one shot Ravana. So the Nath realize that their Ravana is not strong enough. They need something stronger. Um, And then, you know, we can get to these big epic climactic battles that create enough chaos and enough distortion to, to, you know, uh, get, get a a, a rejoining uh, precipitated. There's that. And then there's also the fact that litibus can at any time, redirect this hero worship into himself to innovate and empower and sustain himself. Um, uh, yeah, that's, um, yes. Okay. One thing, one, one side. Okay. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the warriors alike, we-, we know that, that, that the will, we fought told the will in, um, in a dungeon not so long ago, didn't we? Do you guys remember that? Come on. Oops. Come on. will Elven King on a horse. Oh yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we fought Grand his Cosmos. painting. Yeah, in the Grand Cosmos, a, a projection yeah. from, from his paintings. So he was the first mm-hmm. king of Lakeland and a warrior of lights, which is pretty cool. We got the names Rodford and Solars. From, uh, Vobit. I haven't heard of them before. If there's something somewhere that I've missed, I apologize for that. And of course, Tiuna, the, um, the Viera Archmage from, from Ronka. Um, mm-hmm. and then of course going back to that story, which is, which is why I think, um, Azem may have had, like Azem Shards may have been the first warrior of light across all of the Shards is that we have this story that, that, that we're told is the oldest story in, in, uh, in Novrance. The, the first epic, the original epic, it's a picture of Azem. It looks exactly the same as how we see Azem in Elitibus's Echo and how we see Azem when Elitibus takes Azem's form, um, as the Warrior of Light incarnate. It's, it looks exactly the same. Now, we, we, we've talked about before how the fact that the, the first and the other shards haven't had calamities like, um, mm-hmm. like the source has. So their history is not like, Wiped out constantly and they have like their, their, their culture, their sort of legends, their like historical memory, historical imagination is closer to basically the original world than it is on the source. And I think this is another example of that is they still have, we call it the time of the 12. What we're looking at here, Azem and, and his companions, the first zodiac braves. The time of the 12 in, in Eorzean mythology. All of this is tying into that era. I, I think like we, we're definitely like jumping the gun here. Um, but I think we can be fairly confident now that we have Azem, Azema, Azim, Azim.
1: Yeah. 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 The the, the 12, yeah. Yeah.
2: The 12, the 12 followers of Venar, aka Hydlon. Um, now two of them have to be, uh, because we know in that scene there were 12 of them in, in Anada and, uh, Azem was not there. Two of them had to be Naldenthal. Mm. We, we understand that now, but, but I think we can be pretty damn confident that that is the 12 and that they were probably behaving something like the original Zodiac Braves following Azem after, uh, but, after the thundering. Uh, is-
1: but the thing is, you just mentioned Azima, and isn't Azima a mother of one of the twelve?
2: Uh, y- no, Azima is Azima is a um, is a female, I, I, I think, originally in the uh, the iconography of the twelve. But yeah. um, h- here's the thing, and this is another an interesting one, right? Okay, so we get we get Azem um, has the, the the symbol of the sun, right? And obviously the symbol of Azamer is like a derivative of that. It's also a symbol of the sun. That symbol used to belong to Sephiroth, right? And people saw it on, on, on like, uh, uh, like elegant architecture after the Allegons were like, oh, Mericidian architecture is pretty cool. Let's use some of that. And people saw it in like the fourth asteroid and was like, oh, that building survived, it survived these earthquakes. What's that symbol on it? Oh shit. That looks kind of like the sun. Oh, it must've been like a blessing for the sun God or whatever. That must be Azamer's mark. Um, it's just interesting how it like came back to Azema through, uh, through Sephiroth. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. Let's, let's, uh, I, I mean, I guess just as like an interesting juxtaposition to what our characters and what we're learning here. Um, mm-hmm. is a, a female. I was pretty certain about that. I wanted to check. Um, Element of Fire, ninth moon of the in calendar. Yeah. Uh, the daughter of Althic, elder sister of Menfina. Um yeah. Symbol symbol of the sun. Now you know, we're not literally a Zema, like a Zem and a Zim and a Zema are like they're different, but they obviously all come back to this this genesis of the first warrior of light.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody also brought up a good point that um our our the the farthest back our written history goes is Aleg. We don't really know mm-hmm. much about anything. But there's Osium yeah. Gear in Labyrinth of the Ancients. The question is how interpretive of that is it? Is it just something the Allegans held on to from an era before them, or replicated from an era before them?
2: Well, well of course. I mean, like we we know history back to Alec like five thousand years, um, and there's a couple of gaps there, but like we have a pretty like solid grasp of like the course of of major historical events through that time. Um, Alec was way ahead of us, and they were only in the third astral era. Um, you know, like, like they basically like split the middle between where we are now and the sundering. If they remembered as far back as we remember, then they were basically remembering like shit not long after the sundering, like in the first millennium even after the sundering. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not hard to imagine that they had in, in the same way that like, Novrat does that they had like clear and precise stories and clear and precise depictions of Azim upon which the this this gear was uh was inspired designs however you
0: want to put it yeah and this chat brings up we know Emmett made or well, I guess we presume Emmett made the uh the zodiac stone for Azim he also made Alec
3: <laughs> yeah 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 so. yeah
0: totally um
2: now, the 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 one thing that really bothers me here, the one thing that I can't quite get my head around, is the fact that Emmett Sockle is tempered, um, and Emmett made the point to us that like whatever he may feel, whatever he may think, whatever he may want to do, as untempered, like of his own free will, his own free volition, is irrelevant because the only thing he can do is quicken the rejoining. And the resurrection of Zodiac. So, how how can he undermine that and undermine AlitaBis? Well, without thinking, there's a, maybe another way to resurrect Zodiac and bring about the rejoining. Or, or, or um, the the only thing I could think of is um, we remember in in Coil when we kill Nail and when we beat Louis Soir, there's a moment upon their death, like as they're dying, that that tempering reverses. Yeah, their their
0: cognition returns.
2: Yeah. So so it may be that what... um that that this replication of the Azem Stone or or whatever Emmett poured into this replication of the Azem Stone was either done... Maybe even you know before the summoning of Zodiac. I like guess, as, as Azem left, maybe he was you know
0: or already he did it thinking about like in the final as moment. he was dying. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, which which I think is is uh is the most likely and very um. I don't know. It's a, it's a mystery. Um, but what I'm very glad about is that. I, I didn't think I was going to be able to do this when we watched it through the first time. I was like, we're not going to get any answers about like what a really is and how this happened and when this happens. But when you look at like the echo cutscenes and his like reactions in the echo cutscenes, um, back from the beginning of the patch, you do actually get like a pretty clear and precise idea of the timeline, which is more or less as I've told you. Um, I, I will give you the disclaimer. Um, what's happening in this show? Like we're only a week out of patch and, um, what I'm saying now, what I'm thinking now might not necessarily represent what I'm going to be saying and thinking in like a couple of weeks time when I'm making, you know, mm-hmm. war bombs, when I'm making videos on, on a little this is, um, just where I'm at at the moment. There might be some stuff that I haven't picked up or, or some stuff that I've like glossed over or, or like conflated, but, um, this is where we're at right now. Um, and that was
0: one heck of a tangent. I don't know. None of that was really a tangent. It's all pretty on. That, yeah,
1: that was pretty much expected. So, okay, yeah, we know what we signed up for with this show.
0: Come oh on. yeah, we knew we knew this was the <laughs> episode <laughs> of the I eat fries and listen to him.
2: Show. Um. Okay, so where, where, at what point do we steer back into the MSQ here? If that was all MSQ. <laughs> no. Um. Let's
1: go. How right, about this?
2: How about this? Uh, after um, we we fought Adit, and and he was like, "Thank you for showing me that this body is not sufficient." I was thinking, and this is exactly what I was thinking before Patch. I was like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna go and possess Graha, and we're gonna have to fight Graha." I never thought that. Me either. Well, I thought I thought that because he uses the power of the Crystal Tower, right?
1: Yeah, is and he, and he summons thought- them. Is that partially why you thought Graha was gone, like this this patch?
2: Well, I thought he was and wasn't, and I was right about that. Like, he yeah. both died and lived. You guys remember that? Uh,
0: you remember I that? I mean, that was, that was, was, that that was, was always a go-to guess, yeah.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, come on. Don't, don't, don't steal my thunder there. That was, uh, <laughs> that was, uh, don't piss on my we chips. We all
0: agreed. We all, agree. we all agreed. You di- yeah, you did. You guys did agree. I said he
2: was living. Um, that's that's true. You did. And you're technically right. And everyone said that he was dying; they're technically right as well. Yeah. Um, I thought for Carfell. sure. I thought for sure he's using the powers of the Crystal Tower. He's summoning warriors of Light from across the Rift. How could he do that without being in Graha's body? And
0: the and obvious answer was pretty neat. I really like the way they were having, about. Was, Yeah,
2: was by having mm-hmm. Graha's memories.
0: Yeah, literally had his. He had already. Which part? Yeah, he had, he had his mind. He specifically had...
2: No, he had his memories. memories. Yeah, 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 his memories. From the from yeah. stone. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah Grant, 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 in didn't, the stone, he's like, alright, that's good enough, fuck it.
2: Yeah. Graha didn't need to pour his, his mind and his soul into the stone because he already had those back on the source. Yeah,
0: and he just had to accept that. that he was the other... Like, he, he couldn't deny who he was on the, on the source, essentially. Yeah. He had to accept his name, pretty much.
2: Yeah. Now, the interesting thing here is that Graha would have us believe that his trump card was something that he'd planned all along. If he did plan it all along, then Elidibus would have known about it, along with all the other shit that the Crystal Tower could do. Yeah. Did that bother anyone else? It's like, nope. he knows how to do this. But he doesn't know that it can act as a giant fucking aura site. Like, that would be in Graha's memories, too, right? Um, no, Graha came up with that at the last minute. Sure
0: did.
1: Yeah. And we found out that Graha is the better prankster than Ryoje. Uh,
0: Ryoje. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, well, though, we actually knew that from 5.0, because when we beat Innocence, he he reveals he is actually the ultimate prankster. Yeah. That's true but but i mean that was like a that was a collaborative prank you know yeah but like graha mastermind that shit yeah yeah see the, the the fact that
2: this plan wasn't in graha's memories makes me think that maybe he didn't come up with it and maybe he just like ran into oranje on the way out and oranje was like and 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 as 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 graha's like limping
0: through the forest oranje's just like
1: Hey, you know it's a giant RSI, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, the cha- the chat's bringing up a line from Graha where he fo- he focuses oh, on man. the future and doesn't actually look through his past memories at all. He actually mm. ridicules him for that when he uh, when he finally activates the crystal tower. Right. So that's just Alita being a fucking idiot, which you know mm. he's been around Lahabre all this time. That's well for all the time he was around. Something that's that
1: was bound to rub off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have any Archon loaf mm. to really, uh, you know, set his mind right. Mm. If he had had some of that, he probably would have been fine. In all honesty, he'd be mm. like, oh, this place is pretty. Uh, nope, never mind. Got to destroy it. Got to burn it all. Well, all right.
2: Elidibus, uh man, like he he goofed. He goofed real big because there's like no way he shouldn't have known that. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that as soon as as soon as I realized what was going on, I was like, yo, we're fighting on a giant crystal dough. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was
2: like this this whole this whole fight's redundant though. Like let's just do it.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm gonna yeah, pull, we have to
2: weaken him first. I get it.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull us back from that point because we, we skipped through we skipped through a few things. Obviously we went to yulmore Please and yeah. uh mm-hmm. You know, we were talking to the Chais. I gotta love how all the Yomorans saw the Warriors of Light and immediately went, no, 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 listen, we dealt with, we fucking dealt with Light for a hundred years. I don't trust this shit for a remote second. We're gonna help. Everyone across the Mm -hmm. realm was like, these, these are the bad guys. We got that. There's no fucking confusion Mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. And we got to see, we got to see Tupac again. Titania came out to help. The ads from Titania came out to help. The golems from, Ah, from the stoneworks came out to help. The four uh, the, the role quest people came out to help. Yeah, but there's one NPC that has eclipsed all of them, and that is sometimes when you're going through Hildebrand. the dungeon on the very yeah. end, like there's there's like a little gate on the right. Yeah, Hildebrand is there as a summoned warrior of light and has kind of destroyed get up. Yeah, and he's like, "What am I? What? What's even going on?" So I have two questions about that. Mm. One, does that confirm Hildebrand is indeed a warrior of light? <laughs> well, we
2: determined um, in this patch that warrior of light is purely semantics. Yeah, Um so he answered and, this
0: call, so you know, as the implement yeah. of light.
2: Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not like, is he or is he not? Like, does he not tick this box for ontology? It's just like, there are enough people in Eorzea that consider Hildebrand a gentleman of light, that he meets that threshold. <laughs> like, there's, there's enough people that revere him and, and, um, I don't want to say worship, because that's not it. Nah, that's but, but see see him as, like, an icon that represents these qualities that it's enough for a Elidibus to get some fuel out of, basically.
0: And that's hilarious. The second question is... What shard is he on? Where is he? Yeah. Because last we left him, for anyone reminded, there was a mind-controlled Gilgamesh who pulled him into a rift. And the assumption would be that we would see him on the first and that has yielded nothing.
1: Okay, I feel like to kind of answer this question, we really need to dig deep, a little deep into the hero's gauntlet and where he's pulling all these warriors from, the ones we're fighting.
2: Yeah, okay. (laughs) There's a lot of Final Fantasy V references. mm Mm-hmm. But um, I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I mean, I'm probably going to pay for this. Um, but I don't think that there's supposed to be any like clear and precise um, things to grab onto here. I think it's supposed to just feel like a bunch of Easter eggs.
1: You really think there's nothing of substance within e- any of the bosses or any of the enemies we fight in the Heroes' Guild?
2: Nothing. Well, I mean, they—they they, they can't be beyond the fact that we just know that, like every Final Fantasy game, every Final Fantasy story has some kind of like parallel, some kind of iteration, some kind of retelling of it somewhere within the 14 multiverse.
0: Yeah, and it's also worth remembering I've, that just like with when we fought uh, Hades, they are not just across mm-hmm. dimension; they are across time. Yeah. Time. So he could even be Hildebrand from like before, not just Hildebrand yeah. from another location. Now, yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh man, which would explain his kind of destroyed getup.
1: And see, I was, I was really ready to kind of like count the shards as maybe instances of you know events in Final Fantasy.
3: -hmm. But,
1: and seeing as we are, seeing as we are getting some type zero shit, I was about to link it to that, but again, this is after. Basha is like during slash after, so I really can't, and it's on Yilmore. I mean, not Yilmore. It's on Norvrant, so, like, I really can't link
0: that, so I was like, I threw that out immediately. You
3: can certainly
0: try. (laughs) God. Well, here's something that's a little Oof. bit easier to make a link for. The first boss is uh, Locke from Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm, without mm-hmm. a doubt. First thing I thought he was Firian, because it kind of have that similar kind of like puffy hat. I'm, I remember the Amato artwork appearing, but no, it's definitely Locke, which makes sense. He's a thief. Um, yeah. But the other two jobs have sparked a lot of discussion. So the first boss is a spectral thief. It's Locke mm-hmm. from Final Fantasy VI. It's a Walmart Locke. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Walmart lock
3: <laughs> oh, uh, yeah,
0: excuse me treasure hunter yes um, the second boss is a necromancer and the yeah. third boss is a berserker and the second boss unfortunately much like my twitter timeline when she was first revealed is full of discussions about her
2: mm. Mm. um Oof. So Lena from Final Fantasy V has a necromancer job um, from Final Fantasy V, the 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 GB GBA remake. Yeah, it's, I think? it's from the real... It's, it's
0: a job that you pretty much only obtain after you've beaten everything.
2: Yeah, um, and the design of this character is uh, derivative. Is um, Similar to that, and that's all we got. That's honestly where it begins and ends.
0: I think it's safe to say that it's not in any way. This this is not the same as the apothecary heavy handedness, And no. that doesn't oh, no, 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 feel no. in in any way indicative. Which a lot of people are taking it as. I've had a of just an abundance of
2: oh, the necro job,
0: yeah. Well, it can't be. Would you like to explain the- why? Because I know the answer, but they they trust you more.
2: Okay. Well, the the work um, in reskinning and um, like uh, I guess retying the law for this job for the Chinese clients. Um, well, throw okay, would be- throw
0: throw throw our world out of it. Keep us keep us in Aorzea. What is it what does necromancy mean? So what does what does necromancy do? How, how how are bodies reanimated? What happens to ether?
3: Uh,
2: well, it's just no bueno. It's just no good.
0: It essentially tears. It, there's there's two versions of it. there's there's using your own ether to reanimate a body, basically an empty shell, yeah. kind of like Alitabus does, but without you know actually putting your soul in it.
3: Or there's mm-hmm. ripping
0: the ether back out from the life stream. And allowing them to be, then they're, they're self, they're self reanimated, which is what mm-hmm. we see with the. Hilde- I know it's a kind of a joke, but the Hildebrand zombies are not traditional necromancy. They're like actually, like alive. They they have ether of at the very least of the mind, mm-hmm. or yeah, something along those lines. It is it is described. I forget in which quest line to be destructive to the to the environment essentially to to Heidelin. Yes. Similar to the way that a, like a primal summoning is now. Obviously, we have eggies, but eggies do not operate on the same level as primates.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and who knows? Like maybe you could have like herbs, herbs, spoopy skeleton eggie. Ooh, that's like reanimating bones without actually doing like capital N necromancy. But nah, nah, do like nah. I don't <laughs> think so,
0: eh. Yeah, Listen, They can do whatever they want with their game. Who's to say it couldn't happen? They could suddenly mm-hmm. have a school of necromancy that is just some inspectors, you know, from whatever. They could do whatever the fuck they want. We see the specters alight. Fuck it. Let's tie that into it somehow. But I yeah. think the fact that they they talk about her being completely shrouded in darkness, minus a small glimpse of radiance, mm-hmm. uh, leaves a lot to be derived from that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it, it's certainly interesting. We um, we know that, like, Warriors of Light are not necessarily good and virtuous yeah. people. Um, for example, um, Ajora Galabados betrayed Hydaelyn. Um was a Warrior of Light, was Hydaelyn's chosen, and was uh, effectively, you know, seduced by Ultima yep. um, and summoned Ultima to destroy... Maloned and was uh uh you know basically condemned for it yeah um yeah so but it it, it is interesting again like so much so much of shadowbringers is about complicating and subverting you know light good dark bad um and you know the way that like heroes and villains sort of work and operate. Um, And this is definitely that, and this is definitely a nod to Lena's Necromancer outfit, but I just don't think there's
0: much more than that in it. Yeah. And then Berserker is just, there's not much to say. I mean, I can't say anything for or against it, but it's Warrior, for all intents and purposes, is a a subdivision of Berserker when you actually get into the quest lore and everything. Um, And it looks kind of like Gallif, right? Yeah. It does. I think it is mm. his. I think it's his uh, his Berserker outfit. Golf's Berserker outfit. I believe so, yeah. yes. So, I'm not deriving much of anything. Thief, they've already ruled out, so... Like, they've told us the reason why we won't have Thief. And I assume the other mm. two jobs fall into that same category of... It'd be really weird if the Warrior of Light was was just a Thief. I'd be like, well, mm. no, not after 13 other games. But yeah, now that you put it that way, I suppose you're right. Hmm. <laughs> so i uh no. i I find that uh I didn't take any of those, who knows though maybe 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 they're like we get we get like dark versions of jobs. like people thought that was gonna happen with the fucking warrior of darkness shit like oh, we're gonna have dark versions of jobs now and then they're like well, we're not actually a warrior of zodiac we just we it's not acceptable to be okay let's you
3: know yeah
0: that's that's it, yeah, that's it yeah. Oh, okay, I just wanted to to get that and Hildebrand. Taken care of because yeah. those were both really important that's good. Yeah. But yeah, and then we move on back to where we were with the story, and we've ascended. Oh, so I, I need to I need to be clarified on something here.
3: Mm-hmm. Is
0: Elibus' soul just in the trapped in the Crystal Tower now? And it's just there existing? Because he he we beat him, he got like a valid, yeah, but then we see him just get like pulled in and like psh,
2: mm-hmm. It's the same thing as with yeah,
0: that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Um and the I, question I was did did his like soul and mind and all that like deteriorate and just his ether was given to it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's safe to assume that. Um he's not in his Crystal of Darkness. He hasn't retreated, you know, into there and subsequently into the um the rift. Um yeah, it's the, the same thing as La Brea. La got pulled into uh, Ascalon and in so doing got ground up into ethereal dusts, into its constituent components to be used as fuel and then dispersed back into the live stream.
0: The first Um, example of that being the Sahagin in mm 2.2. Always the best example to draw back to when you're wondering what happens in that case.
2: Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, 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 same things happened here. It's, uh, you know, his, his, his particles, his atoms, if you will, have been dispersed um, amidst, you know, all of the ether that's churning around in the crystal tower and, uh, it'll be used, it'll be spent and dispersed, uh, across the, uh, um, across the ethereal sea again. And, and, and that's it. Like it's not being held together anymore. Like the anima that makes up his soul like still exists, but it's not held together in one soul. So, that's it. Elizabeth mm. is done. Last of the Unsundered is done. Um, and you know what? That's probably probably a good segue um, to talk about our new old friend. Our new old friend. Grahatia. Um, no. I know, I Don't know what you mean. Grahatia. Get out of here. You didn't talk about
3: Grahatia at all
2: About his, his Fan, Fan I mean, Daniel. Daniel We'll get to Grahatia right. We will get to I think Daniel. This, is, this, is, this is just a really good segue I think um, mm-hmm. So The The Sundered Ascians Are um Not necessarily tempered It doesn't seem like they are They may or may not be but they're not necessarily tempered. They're not even necessarily the shards of the convocation members, um, that, you know, they, that, that originally held that position. They can be just some random jabroni that was like given one of these zodiac stones and said like, Hey, suck on this and get some of <laughs> this guy's memories and powers. Um, and Fan Daniel is like, Oh shit. Is Olivis dead? Can I just do whatever I want now? And this really, really opens the door for us in a, in a really interesting way. If the Asians are no longer beholden to the will of Zodiac and, and pursuing the rejoinings and resurrecting Pig Z, um, the, the only thing that was keeping them beholden to it was the unsundered and the fact that they are so much more powerful. Um, now we've got just a bunch of randos with the powers of these assassins and some of the memories of these assassins, they can just, whatever, whatever the hell they want, pursue, pursue their own agenda. Um Which, for Van Daniel, seems to be sticking Xenos into the a little bit-shaped hole in the heart of Zodiac. Um, but for the other ones, it could be anything from being, like, you know, the next Lolorito to being, you know, a, a, a king or an emperor of, you know, something that's not just a means to an end to perhaps even joining the science, like who knows, maybe, maybe, maybe down the road we will have, um, particularly since like we're moving more and more towards like, uh, considering the Ascians as potential objects of sympathy, maybe we'll have one of these sundered Ascians that's like free of these shackles that wants to join the Sirens, and we'll have to like convince Gaius not to kill them. Um, this just like opens up so many possibilities for, uh, for the story moving forward. Um, well, Pastorat, think, we
0: still never saw him. They took him, they, they didn't have a, no. uh, what's it called? A hood on him. So you'd assume That's he right. would have been mm-hmm. important. That's fresh on yeah. my mm-hmm. mind, of course.
2: Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, the thing is, like, a lot of people talk about, like, okay, we know some of them have been, been killed. We know some of them are still around. They could all still be around. Like, Loth, he got destroyed, um, by <sighs> Homer. the students of Valdesian, and he was back, like, two patches later. Helmaru, the same? Um, uh, I mean, we know even Fan Daniel, like, Fan Daniel is, is mm-hmm. Leo. Um, he has a lion mask, which is hanging on yep. Gaius's belts. Gaius has already done this, dude. Gaius is gonna end up, like, seeing Fan Daniel at some point in the future being like, hang on, didn't I, didn't I already
0: get you? Well, that was funny, <laughs> because we said to that, we're like, wait a minute, guys, how did, you didn't, you could have actually killed any of these. Like you could have killed the the black masked yeah. ones because we assume because they seem to disperse and, and go like with relative yeah. ease, so much yeah. so that yeah, they yeah. that the scions say they, they killed a bunch of them this patch like mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the red masked one, I'm like mm, probably not as easy to just to just be done with that, huh? Yeah, and he's not because I, yeah yeah.
2: And 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 I mean we were suspecting that guys are probably just like spawn camping, right? <laughs> and just like waiting for them to come back into a new body and then going, "Ha, yeah, try and get to the objective now, bitch. Um, that's probably what he was doing. But like, even if he was destroying them, like we know that they can just promote someone else, right? Which they may have done with uh, a Meryl Wolf. Um, so there could be just a couple of them left or there could be like a whole bunch of them. We just, we don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because, like, uh, like, we could, so going back to Pastorot and, and Nabrialis, we know what we had to do to kill Nabrialis, and I don't think Gaius mm-hmm. had a fucking Louis Swastaf laying around that could have somebody pour their life into it to give it enough ether and, a, and an oracite and all that. So I'd imagine I just, like, Nabrialis, Nabrialis was like, Nabriales, I- Nabriales was like you, okay, I'll just be back. Like, what the fuck?
2: Listen, for all we know, Gaius could have the hardest of Sabik.
0: I think it's. I'm pretty. I'm willing Jesus to. I'm saying. willing
2: to bet it's gone. But I okay, hope I'll it's entertain
0: gone.
2: It. I hope it's gone because it's one of those things. Um, he can make it's like have found such a, sharp, a like, like, this this big right here. Yeah,
0: he's got that.
2: Yeah, but I'm saying that it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like it really. It doesn't matter whether he killed their bodies, whether he destroyed them proper. Like they, they still, you know, can can come back. They, right. they probably won't anymore because. The impetus for the surviving Asians isn't there to pursue the the resurrection of uh, of Zodiac, but I suspect that Fan Daniel's plan is like, oh hey, I can rejoin the world and I can be like the master of that world, or, or you know something to that effect. Um, but uh,
1: I don't know. think Fan Daniel's really concerned with the rejoining. I think I think honestly, I think Fan <laughs> Daniel just wants to. I really think he just wants to watch world burn at this point. Like I like he. He's the last one. Well, quote unquote, AlitaBis is gone. The yeah. quote unquote heart of heart of Zodiac is gone. Yeah, what does he have to do but like fuck with Xenos for like pretty much the entirety of his life? Yeah.
2: Well,
0: he literally just wants to give Zeno's exactly what he wants.
2: Yeah, That's- and what Zeno what Zeno's wants is to due to Zodiac what he did to Shinryu. He he said as much. Like several patches ago. He was like he basically spelled it out. He was like, I'm gonna take Zodiac. I'm gonna force the Warrior lights to take Hydalin and we're gonna have like a giant fucking mecha battle and it's gonna be dope as shit.
0: Super Yeah he's gonna get his own G Warrior. The Zodiac G Warrior. Yeah.
2: Pretty
1: much.
0: Pretty much. Um that's that's what he wants to do. And and
2: I think it probably won't work so well for him. I think that in that in that arm wrestle of like in enthrallment or tempering, he's probably gonna lose to Zodiac. He beat Shinri.
0: I'm willing he's to bet he probably wins. Gonna lose. I have a feeling he's gonna exactly. win. I don't think he should, but I think Yeah, he will. me too. <laughs> me too. He, well, it's
2: certainly gonna be interesting. Um and Either way, that is going to give us the opportunity to have to destroy Zodiac without the rest of the rejoinings is going to like get the shortcut to resurrection. And then, you know, Heidelin's going to have to disperse, uh, probably willingly after Zodiac is destroyed because, you know, suddenly things will be out of balance and she only exists in the beginning to like keep things in balance. So Heidelin's gone. Zodiac's gone. Uh, the Keening, whatever it is, Larvis comes back. And uh yeah, it's in silver tier. Bada bing, bada boom. Presence in silver tier. Uh, on on to the next
0: adventure. Listen, we still don't have a hundred percent of a. Ne- we've been told we were going to figure it out. We still don't have a hundred percent of an explanation as to why when when mid Summer crashed did. into silver tier, all of a sudden all this oh. creation magic became pot like oh yeah. it just. Well, we're gonna we don't get have it. that full <laughs> explanation. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get it eventually.
2: Um, and and if there was any doubt hold on where is it just in case there was any doubt did i get a screenshot of it uh no maybe i didn't um in in the, the voiceover in that final scene with with zenos talking about you know the fell beast or whatever um and talking about like our our next journey the final chapter of the, this story um is going to take us into the lair of the fell beast Um, just in case anyone needed any further evidence that we are finally, fucking finally going to Garlamold in 6.0.
0: Yeah, we kind of just glossed over how Xenos pretty much obliterated a bunch of Garley and said, well, this is mine now. Mm. Not really out of character for him. I feel like most people would just see that and go, that's him, all right. Mm. And it is, for once, unlike the last time when it, it wasn't him. Yeah. But it just does that, And then it's like, I yeah, like- this is gonna be perfect for us. I was like, perfect for what? You just killed everyone.
1: Yeah, I feel like in six point I was slowly but surely we were pulling all of Garlamarl to our side because they see how bad shit crazy. Well he, he killed knows all is. the
0: people who would have been on our side. That was kind of the big thing he did when he was like, Yeah, we just kill all the popularists, no worries.
2: Yeah. I mean, is Maxima dead? Not yet. Not that we know of. <sighs> Well, you don't know that he's still alive. They said <laughs> they said we killed all the populares. Maximo is a pretty like central part of the populares.
1: I think Maximo still alive. In,
3: yeah,
2: yeah, I think wasn't
3: Maximo
1: in? Um, God, where was he? What was the last time we saw Maximo?
2: Is he is he is he here at the moment? Yeah, he is.
1: Yeah, he's in. Yeah, yeah. I want to say he was at the um the Alamegan um. He was at the and- Rising Stones... Was he at the Rising? Yeah, he was at the Rising. Stars. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they didn't get all of the popular.
1: Yeah, but
0: I don't think they care about the ones no. not actually in Garlemald to you know voice concerns in Garlemald. Well, they're gonna have to care about be. it
2: because they Maxima be. is an MSQ character.
3: but <laughs> I don't think like, they were
2: character. like
0: I don't think they were like stressing out about like oh yeah you still don't like us. Nah, you know. Yeah, we'll get to you. We'll get to you. Yeah. Um, And not to mention, this is all setting full swing for Gaius to come back into the main scenario because, and honestly, um, the other, his his two companions, especially since one of them has uh, a pretty good, a pretty vested interest in seeing this through.
1: Yeah, we still need to learn a little bit more about the other one. What's her name? Um, I I don't know her name. She's not like me either. Maybe that's um, why we need to learn more about her. That's why we <laughs> need to learn more about her. She she probably has a story. She has. Severa. She probably has a. There you she, go. Well, Thank she doesn't.
2: She doesn't know what Vodolins about because she's like, well, she hey, hey I gotta go for a bit. Like, keep an eye on Geiss and make sure he doesn't get hurt. And I'm like, oh, you don't know. <laughs> oh, girl, <laughs> you don't know, do you? <laughs>
0: And but yeah, and before I she's a spy and she turns around and she's how they knew that we were coming to stop the weapon project at mm. click.
1: So you think she's the spy working for Valens?
0: I wouldn't that's be surprised. Possible. He's a he's a he's a grooming son of a bitch. And he just has such a hard on against Gaius in particular. Oh, it's really weird, weird how car. how like anti Gaius Like I understand that they don't like like defectors and like I that's can like see the, that. the highest well. form of like Treason, but well, like he seems to have an especially specific anti like Gaius hard on. He's, he's Gaius is- hard. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Gai- Gaius is like a folk hero
2: across all of Ilzabad, basically. Like, like even the sort of oppressed provinces think of Gaius as as like a, a relatively chill dude compared to most of the other Legate I. Um, in terms of, you know, the, the fairly equitable treatments and the general avoidance of bloodshed. Um, have any of you ever heard of Valance before? No. No. Right. So maybe that's why it's salty. Maybe not yeah, so why guys, salty, yeah. it, well, that's
1: why it's salty. That's why it's sweaty and milky,
0: but I don't know about salty.
2: God damn it. <laughs> oh man.
1: <sighs> I was trying to forget that. I can't wait for him yeah, to oh, go eat dinner. In terms of Gundam <sighs> Gaius is Char, Char Ostable. Mm. So he's the he's Big Daddy.
0: Big Daddy Gaius. Oh man. Um Man, there's still so many other things we gotta talk about.
2: Well, I'm I'm having a look down my notes to see if we if we missed anything important. No. No, I covered I covered the stuff <laughs> about Azem and um, Nothing about
0: Graha, that's it You're just done with that, my boy
2: Listen Graha is all Self-evident, alright He's a scion now Cool, and also a statue Alright um, Why wasn't
0: he at a housing furnishing? That's kind of disappointing
2: He's uh, at least as dense As we are, I'm just going to ignore that um, he's at least as dense as, as we are being, um, rejoined in extra time and we're rejoined in extra time cause odd, but, um, he's still an all around, uh, you know, like he's gonna be a pretty, like, hard hitter in, in the silence. Um, he's got a dope new outfit, which is gonna be on the Mog station in like 7.5. Um, please look forward to it. He pranked us real good. He did.
0: And then mm. we, get, uh, we get a few other little tidbits. is now the one making Thancred's bullets. And she seems to be able to make more of them at once than Reed could, which makes sense, given the expertise.
2: Yeah, it does certainly make sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, J watches too much anime. We have also discovered that. And he's really mm-hmm. acclimated to the new sleeve draw, where he only pulls one. So he picked mm-hmm. up on that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um... Alizee is bored and has some great animations, and Alphano is the fucking <laughs> same dude he's been. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I I, I love it how
2: Alizé's like, man, I haven't had a job change in like a really long time, and Alphano is like, bro, I'm still an arcanist.
0: No, he is a he is, <laughs> he's an academician.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry, my bad.
0: <laughs> come um, on, man, he's come so but, far.
2: That did seem to be implying that they're both going to get, like, you know, some kind of glow up soon. And I think that would yeah. be
0: pretty, pretty sweet, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, we also didn't touch on how, you know, Renar is, he's just completely destroyed on the inside. <laughs> Renar was like, I brought you a fella. Uh-huh, just kidding. Unless. <laughs> Unless? Dude, he's straight up Fedora tip nice guider. I couldn't believe that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck,
3: Rino's... Lady, Rino's
2: so cringe. Yeah. That was... Uh, that I was hate, hate to brilliant. say that, but... Um, I don't want to talk about Seto because Seto made me cry. Um, so... Seto scene's not. probably...
0: I like how there's two scenes in, since 5.0 and Seto's probably got two of, like, the best scenes best across scenes. all of Shadow. Exactly. <laughs> Both times he's there.
2: Yeah, Seto really, like, hits me where I live. Um, why the
1: fuck did they not vo- voice Holrik though? I felt like that was so goddamn important. Like everybody else got voice, Holrik was just
3: okay.
2: Because when you pay a voice actor to come into the studio for two lines,
3: <laughs> well, in this case, usually... They wouldn't usually coming into
2: the studio either. So yeah, yeah well, that's true. But there's, there's usually, like, like a minimum fee for engaging, like, professional voice acting services. Um,
1: I mean, I felt like that was, like, in-game, in I felt like it was an important moment. Like, oh, yeah, been, for sure. Yeah, we've yeah. been,
0: like, yeah, working in,
2: with Holrick. Yeah.
1: I
0: mean, now that I'll say he's back on the source, I'm amazed <laughs> that wasn't the first <laughs> place she <you> fucking went. <laughs> that that this is Abu. fucking dirty. <laughs> That is fucking dirty
1: at uh, this budget Gabu. You were well. He
2: is. He is the. Um. Yeah. I. I was surprised. Honestly. Like Mike. You, you. just said. I'm surprised that like she didn't go straight for Gaboo. She probably did. Um. And will probably like deal with that now because one one of the the huge con uh, consequences of like Becklug's studies is that we now. Um have a working theory for reversing, uh, tempering. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to remind everyone, like the policy of all the grand companies, anyone that gets tempered is, uh, is executed. They're mm-hmm. just, uh, like Gabu is the only known exception. Everyone else is just, uh, done those. Yeah. And, um, yep. we're going to be feeling real bad about that.
3: Yep.
0: Oh yeah, um, so we did. Ru- so we had Runar. We had. <laughs> I'm glad that on J's ended up having nothing to do with him. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, just yeah. go. Seto's more important. Seto, Seto's just you go take care of that. You're your yeah. thing. He's just like, yeah, dude. The pixies are helping me out. He probably yeah. told them the like, oh no, high. I would hate it if somebody packed all my things for me and kicked me out of of of, of the of this area. Oh no, I that would that would oh, be no. terrible. I wish I was really hoping to go in there and see him, like the pixies, like comment on that, like some sort of little dialogue there with all the little <laughs> pixies around his house. Who's gonna live in that house now?
3: Who's gonna do it?
0: Um. Then what else was there? There was Reen, which is you know we'll probably have to tackle that more. Mm-hmm. I like that if you've done if you have done uh, Eden, she does mention that she's met a new friend. So
2: yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah and that's um that's nice yeah
0: the
2: the final chapter of that is gonna be such a trip
0: do you think she's gonna go full gun break <laughs> if you have if you have a story done because now now uh she's got the she's got the gun blade
2: i think maybe next expansion when we go back to see her
0: I mean, Chief you gotta remember next expansion. next expansion. Yeah, I'm gonna be surprised if we see much more of Marine after 5.4. No have reasons
1: look. to go back to the to the first, though. We'll yes. go and visit her
2: at like level 83 because we need to ask Beck Lug about something, and she'll be there as a Gunbreaker and we'll be like, "Oh hey," and it'll be really awkward, hey. and then we'll never see her again.
0: Well, I mean, it, it's, listen. It all makes sense here. To see Seiren can be Squall, and Gaia can be Renoa, and then you know mm-hmm. we've got the Final Fantasy VIII duo right there. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, that's that's the thing. Although, guys, the thing is, Gaia basically already went through all of Squall's character development in one patch.
2: Gaia was, <laughs> was efficient. Uh...
3: <laughs> Gaia played Final Fantasy VIII and was like,
0: I can't yeah. deal with him and the I... internal monologue for all this time. I'm going to get this out of the way yeah. real quick.
2: Guy right, has spent like 30 seconds in therapy and was like, well, thanks, I'm done.
0: Tataru's going to tell us we have a visitor, a young girl. She kind of reminds me of Minfilia. Um, you know it's one thing we really didn't touch about the amount of bonus dialogue that there is with a lot of npcs including mm-hmm. the number one Npc we look to every patch for new dialogue unu Kalhai. uh
2: yeah he he did it, it was nothing like um nothing new or exciting it was just like yeah no i heard about that thing you did with elbus like how about that I'm still here. I'm still. I'm still here. Sometimes people slide notes under the door They won't let me out. I'm very hungry. I'd feel better maybe if they if they didn't know I existed, but they do. They just don't let me do
0: anything or go anywhere. We'll just
1: slide a slice of archon loaf under the door there.
0: No, Oops. half a slice. Those, those, those are thick slices. They're not going to fit under the door.
2: Um, okay. was like, Azem,
0: Azema,
2: Azem, did you get it? Are you yeah. stupid? Or do I have to? All right. Um, and apparently Ciela has some lines as well that I haven't. So she, all uh, she
0: literally says is, one. You did it. Thank you. Uh, my story's done. Okay. See you later, yeah. Silva. Yeah. So I'm again. Both the characters who I really want to see something happen with are now like.
2: Yeah, and that sucks.
0: <laughs> I really want to see something happen. It's and so annoying. I'm, I'm so annoyed. I just want, I want all these these void l- warriors of light, dark, uh, whatever, to come together and something.
2: I look. I do think that. There's a a reasonable chance we'll see some Void stuff with um, the final chapter of Eden.
0: I like That's how, be because of you, all the, the Crystarium guard who's horny for Thancred, the the story uh, <laughs> what's-her-face, where she's just like, oh, I've seen him with a girl, is he engaged? And then in five point three, she's like, no, he's gone! <laughs> she's literally not like this emote. Uh, <laughs> that shit was so man. fucking funny. Need a not like this uh, with his Her,
2: Fankred's grown a lot. It's come full
0: circle, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can never stop being a ladies' man, even when he's not trying. Right. I had to replay through Old Don. I keep for- I, every time I replay through that quest, I keep forgetting. There's literally a quest where he's just walking with two women, just sweet talking him the whole time. And yeah, you're like, like oh, yeah. yeah, that's right.
2: Like, Dalamund's falling and Thankard's on his way to have a threesome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's
0: exactly <laughs> what happens. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, you are my desert rose. Oh, it's uh, I would not be without you. And he just keeps turning left and right. And just <laughs> generally... <laughs> uh, hey, this Hey. Hey.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's all about efficiency. It's patch. all about efficiency. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
0: man, Absolute, man, absolute, absolute boss.
3: Uh,
0: um, but overall, uh, a fitting end to the climax of Shadowbringers in particular. Because from this point on, it's all set up. Mm-hmm. Like, we mm-hmm. still have 5.4, 5.5, and while there's no doubt we'll have another pretty major event... They got they got room to improve. 4.5's lead into Shadowbringers was not fantastic, if I recall. It was it I was wouldn't. we're out in the battlefield, we're dealing with Zenos, and then we're just like ah, and then all of this. The only the most exciting thing was that our friends had started passing out. We didn't know why, but then it's just all of a sudden like I guess I'll see you later. It wasn't like a Shinryu Omega God level like epic or you know uh, well we're killed. Well she's dead now, but trust me she'll be back in 3.0 ending of 2.55.
2: The worst part of that was the fact that Astinian went up against Xenos and saved our ass, and we didn't didn't see it.
0: see it. Yeah, that literally could have been it. That could have been the Raubon Ilbird scene, which was you know a big highlight of of two point five
2: five. I mean, we got we we eventually got you know Astinian and and Gaius v Alita Xenos, which is pretty dope. But um. Well, as as I said, Shadowbringers ends with five point three, but Stormblood never ends. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, we're still we're still in the storm. <laughs> we still in the post Stormblood yeah. quest. Yeah,
2: yeah, and we never and, haven't been, I, and I think we will be until like six point three. Honestly, because. Yeah. The Just with that line, like, you know, leading us to the, the beast's lair or whatever, is like, oh, so Xenos is the antagonist of 6.0 as well. Yeah. And I have mixed feelings about that.
0: Xenos um, is the child they're, they're most proud of, but nobody else is.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs>
3: uh, look,
2: Xenos Z- is a compelling villain. He's come a long way, and I think he's going to go a long way. Um, but, uh, I, I gotta say, I got mixed feelings. I thought we were gonna be done with him before, uh, before 6.0. Just let,
0: just let Ishikawa, just let Ishikawa handle There's this. There's still right. a
2: chance. Yeah. I, I have, I have so much faith in Ishikawa. She turned around, like, Grahatia from being this boring two dimensional, like, cardboard cutout of a side character. Um, you know, like, Alberts her baby. Um, uh, I mean, who, who else? Like, some really important ones I'm missing here that is responsible for. I mean, Coil, obviously. Mm-hmm. All the Dark Knight stuff.
0: Listen, I liked Xenos in 4.0. I've liked watching him gradually get the last scene in every patch for the last four years.
3: Mm-hmm. Literally.
0: every I think every scene since 4.1 has been like a post-scene of him doing something. Yeah. Is there is is there not a patch? Is there a patch where that isn't the case? Can anyone can anyone point me to a scene that doesn't include Xenos at the end of a patch?
2: No, you're right. It's been it's been every single patch, Um certainly since like f- four point. And this 1. is a,
1: and that's a <laughs> yeah, lot actually. of build up for one fucking character. They just like, they
0: like, just. Been moving him through a path just like 10. Mm. It's like, ah, oh, endless and Xenos is like, wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It really has been since since 4.1. Yeah. They've just been going at it. They're just keeping him in the loop. One way or the other. So they've they've really been this is here's the thing. I remember there was a point with Oidibus where we're like, what are they gonna do to make this guy make us even care? How? Because we had this, like, predetermined notion of, like, the kind of character he was. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So I'm hoping the same happens with Xenos, because we still don't know what he is, and that's got to be a pretty large revelation. Not to mention Fan Daniel taking Asahi's body, which we had all pretty much predicted, and being twice as crazy as Asahi was somehow. Don't know how the fuck they managed that, but... (laughs) You got the Asahi smile down. Well, it's Asahi's body, so it'd be weird if he didn't have it. Imagine he's like, wait, how did this asshole smile?
2: Isn't it, isn't it interesting that it seems like he has Asahi's memories as well? I wouldn't yeah. be
0: surprised if he does.
2: Well, he's like, hey, didn't we know each other? And, like, he knows about his family and stuff. And, like, um, at least Van Daniel seems to imply that. Like, it wasn't planned That's- that he took Asahi's body. It was just, like, convenience.
0: That's my favorite line, where, where Zena's just like, who are you? <laughs> Xenos, Z- yeah, you
2: were getting...
0: was not being sarcastic there. <laughs> no, Zinus... he wasn't.
2: He literally, he was Zinus... dead
0: serious. He did not remember yep. Asahi at all. Well, well, Xenos
2: well, only met Asahi once when he rescued him on the field of battle at yep. Doma, and he was just some rando foot soldier. Like, all that stuff between Xenos and Asahi, that was a litmus.
3: Bit... Yeah.
0: Uh, and Asahi just like, you, have you you know the the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man it was like it was like Electro mm. before he became Electro he just he ran into Spider-Man once and he's like we're mm. best friends and then, <laughs> and then that spawned whatever the fuck is wrong with Asahi so Asahi's uh Asahi is Electro that's 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 it that's what Yeah
2: all right that's a, a a stretch
0: I would believe that if not for Zeno's being around for the last 4 years <laughs> This is disgusting rat. Okay, oh, but with God. that, as much as we could definitely still hit on a lot of the smaller details that uh, are you know, still to be discussed, we, we now need more information. But the next step is Bajja. If we're talking about looking mm-hmm. forward to mm-hmm. Garlamald, there's no more direct step than Bajja. So five weeks approximately, they said about a month and a half, so it's been a week, so we'll assume mm-hmm. five more weeks. Is there anything in particular you're hoping to get out of Bajja? that we... Uh, uh,
1: more nonsensical science from Makoto? B-
0: more I can see the future, but no, you can't change it like it's the future.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um,
2: I want more... Um, like, okay, I, w- I want bridges built to the MSQ in that we know that Xenos has gone in and wiped out the first Imperial Legion and taken the capital. I'm like, Galamod, Galamod is done. Like, Galamod is now just fractured legions operating independently and fighting over the scraps of what's left. Um, that's what, like, Noah was preparing for um, and he's been preparing for it for a long time. So I want to see some some concession to that. Um, and I would also really, really like to see them building a bridge between what's happening in Bozra and what's happening in Worldlet, given that they're, they're like fairly close together, like geographically, they're in close proximity. Like I say, there, there might be something in between them, but we know that Worldlet is, uh, southwestern Izabad and Bozra is southeast. So they're not that far away from each other. And like between the two, we've basically covered like a good chunk of southern Izabad. Um, so I want, um, I want it to connect to like everything else that's, that's happening on the, uh, the Ilzabardian stage at the moment. That's what I want.
0: I like chat being like, I want to know how they're going to try to convince us that we need to go to Garlemall to get to Xenos when Xenos is going to come <laughs> looking for us. I wouldn't be surprised if he has this whole like, this mentality of what the perfect hunt looks like. And Man. that he just he doesn't just want to come fight us for nothing. He wants this. He already said he wants like a grand stage. And what yeah, grander stage in... than than something like that? Yeah.
2: He's gonna want to kill all our friends for starters, and he's gonna get some of them.
0: Yeah, OGP made a point in an interview not too long ago to say like, don't think we won't do in a few here and there. It's like you know, just yeah. get, you know, feel free to get attached, but you know, it's, you never know.
2: Well. Ishikawa in the last interview I saw with her is like when when I bring back a character or I rescue a character from death, there is always a price. There is always a price to pay somewhere down the line for every for every miraculous recovery of a character like Grahatia, there's a reckoning either for him or for someone else coming down the pipeline. What what we've done to bring Graha Tia back into the fold, we are going to pay for that. Like, mark my words, we are going to pay for that. Um, and I think, you know, Zenos taking that away from us makes the most sense.
1: I never subscribed to you, uh, I never
2: thought you would subscribe to the whole, there must be balance. That, well, so well, that's not me. That's, that's yeah.
3: that's, yeah.
2: That's not, yeah, that's not necessarily like, like me and, 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 you know, like my sort of, um, uh, narrative philosophy, that's what she literally said. That she weighs these decisions very carefully and she's she's always certain that
0: there's a, a price. You, br- you bring Graha back, but every zone just plays papaya. <laughs> that's the trade-off. That's the trade-off. <laughs> I just picked that from Jack. Uh, that's the law of equivalent uh, exchange, of course.
2: A soul for a soul. <laughs> The other one being mine.
0: <laughs> uh, I think a ah, twin yeah, is yeah. going next. I think one of the twins is gone next expansion. I think I think they oh, do huh. want him at some point. I think it's following oh, huh, all of this and one of the twins goes. And it's I gotta, think gotta to, get to this. I think we gotta go to oh, Charlie and then we gotta no. confront their no. daddy.
2: We gotta go to Charlie and we gotta confront their daddy before that happens.
0: We'll we'll talk to him after. We'll we'll deliver the message. The that Alpha was knows the
1: Golden Boy. What are you talking about? They would never kill off the Golden oh, Boy. Kill off
0: the Golden Boy. My say. money's on Thancred. Yeah, he's yeah. actually the most. La- mm. And I mean, so, and also we still have a Stola slowly dying. We'll never forget. Yeah, and now not only yeah. has she teleported and caused herself to slowly die to sea, she then was ripped from her body, sent to another shard, and then had to do the same thing over there, and then use the same magic there that caused it the first...
1: (laughs) Ishtola has circumvented the Death Note
2: at this point. Yeah, what, you think she's just immortal at this point? (laughs) Yeah,
1: pretty much. Like, she's basically cut her life in half, in half, in half, and now she just circumvented that shit.
2: You can't split the atom, yeah. Well, that, that's the interesting thing about your stola now is like the number of times she's escaped death. Like any any thing that would kill her would feel like so. Like how the no, that can't kill your stole She got, she got like, slashed
0: by Xeno's right across the fucking chest.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it'll be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're, I think we're getting outside the scope of this discussion. But um, no, it's just
0: because we don't want to stop discussing it because it's <laughs> Uh, it's coming. It's grab in, coming. Grabbing to all the threads. All right, but with that, I think we can we can leave some threads for Bajja because that yep. is really the next big one. So we will, of course, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethis. Before I go into the outro, when would you like to do mm-hmm. Aelzivia? When would I like to do Air Zivia? Would you like to do one before um, and then do another one after Bajja, or would you like to do one after just one after Bajja and combine it all?
2: Yeah, that's, hmm, that's the tricky one, isn't it? I don't know. If we think, if we think Bozja is in six weeks, maybe we could do one right after. Maybe I've got enough beforehand.
0: I think you do. That's, that's why I, I definitely, I
2: definitely have enough now. Um, I guess like, uh, chat, YouTube comments, let us know whether you'd like us to wait. For uh, for Bojer, or whether you're like really thirsting for, for an Aeolzivia, um, as ASAP as possible, huh? Yeah, I'm um, certainly to, open to it.
0: I would love to include Ishgard, but based on how long mm-hmm. the first Ishgard took to complete before we got the post-it yes, or I'm yeah. sorry, the first, the second one, the, mm-hmm. the previous one took to actually complete. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's hard-pressed to think that we'll actually get that done and actually have all those quests and lore done.
3: Yeah, everyone's mm. afraid
0: Sly and I are going to forget. That's, Wait, do that's Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, we yeah. All, we always get really good marks on Zivia.
2: Yeah, you'll have forgotten by next week, to be fair. Mm. And then
1: we'll study last minute and get some of it. Remember, Aresivia well, is stand. not a
0: test of our knowledge. It is a quiz for everyone watching, and you get to watch two idiots be wrong about it. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, it's for you guys. Yeah, Sly didn't like being called an idiot. <laughs> He's like, "Excuse no, no, me." No, Speak no, no. Speaking of no. one day I would like to get idiots other than us to
2: do a Well,
0: we've had it, and then they're never idiots, Sly. They do really well, and we don't.
2: Yeah, that's true. We have done that. It's been a long time, but we did, we did do that. Like I Pook remember, is, Pook, Pook is, like is in the chat right now with his
0: dungeon gear lore.
2: Yeah, poop destroyed you, jabronis. Yeah, um, and then I, I think like Frosty is like the counterweight. <laughs> <laughs> Frosty is the other end of the spectrum. Uh, no, wasn't
1: it? Wasn't it a? It was a dodge. Oh uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have a dodge for that one.
1: It yeah, it was a dodge.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. is right. All right. Anyway, with that, it is time that we sign off for the day and move to a short post-show, since it's getting late where at this is, and I've had McDonald's in front of me for the last hour and a half, gradually oh nibbling my. on fries. <laughs> just, I was like, mm. one fry in my mouth and just quietly go. That's it. Trying not to chew loudly. Um, so at the start of the show, first of all, I mentioned Steel Series sponsored this show. That's still the case at the end of the show, thankfully. So be sure to enter the monthly <laughs> giveaways that we imagine they just they phoned me up now we change our mind that's it, um so be sure to enter the monthly giveaways for steel series but I also mentioned that on the patron list some names are missing because for some reason it's not pulling from the updated text file I was let known by one of my patrons in this message right here. So I want to thank a few patrons by name since their names have not been scrolling. But if your name has been scrolling, you know, just, uh, you know thank you, thank you for supporting. We had our uh, elite sponsor, stand- well, standard say the wrong, but elite sponsor overall on uh, Patron, and that uh Ivarin Kazama. I'm trying to read this from the other monitor and lean into the mic. Uh, there's pogs. All right, we <laughs> saw smiling, and I was like, "There's pogs, aren't there? There are pogs." And then we had uh, a bunch of premium sponsors across the board. We had Blazing, we had Ray, we had uh, Kate, we had, I think this person actually gave me a name. No, we had a uh, Zanini, and we had a uh, Sylveon. And then also, I think somebody said their name was messed up. Uh, Mimikyu Dance on Hyperion. I don't have the tier they're tied to, but they're going to be thanked here all the same. So thank you to all those people for being recent patrons or for letting me know that your name was absent from the list and that because it's not pulling from the right name. Uh, and also, of course, thank you to our patrons of Darkness, Cruiser on Genova, and Kern Ioni, who have gone above and beyond for their support uh, on Mondays we have images. And I remembered to replace the image this week, Sly, but it's not going to show here because OBS just barely holds together for some reason with Days of the Realm. And I don't want to tempt fate any more than I already have.
2: Hell yeah, you mm-hmm. mad lads. Thank you so much for the support. Thank
0: you. Oh, yeah. We are reaching Thanks critical so overpog. It's fine. <laughs> it's going to be part of Emerald Weapon. All right. So with that, Ephus, thank you for uh, educating us. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we'll any,
2: any time. Um, like I was saying, my, my thoughts and my... Um, I guess the things that I know and the things that I may or may not have missed um, are going to evolve over the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to be putting out law bombs on uh, Elidibus and Azem in particular. I did a, a, a bunch of these um, at the beginning of Shadowbringers. If you guys didn't catch them, um, you know about the shards and the calamities and the Asians and light and darkness and all that. So, so you know, like check those out. Um, I'm also um, uploading my playthrough of the the MSQ. To YouTube in parts at the moment. Um, we're gonna have part four coming out. I'm, I'm gonna basically cue it, uh, and upload it as soon as we're done here. Um, so check that out if you wanna see like my thoughts and reactions and, you know, some, some like long form, uh, lore discussions about the MSQ as we play through it there. Um, of course, I stream several times a week on twitch.tv slash I make uh YouTube videos on youtube.com slash mostly 14 law. We're going through the tales of the calamity as well. I'm doing like a discussion from everything we know about all the tales of calamity going right, right, right back from the beginning. Um, so check those out as well. Um and uh follow me on Twitter and uh Thanks very much, everyone, for listening for having me on. Once again, I, I really, really appreciate it. I Appreciate the platform, and I appreciate um, you know having a chance to like uh, ramble about this stuff and crystallize my own uh, my own thoughts, my own ideas. So, thank you, thank you, and uh, I will pass you on to my good friend Sly. As always, Ethos. Thank you so much for coming on, Bay. Love you. Anytime, love you, boo.
1: I love you too. Uh, you can find me at Twitch.tv/slide, aka okay, Great Fox. Uh, Twitter at Slide the Fox. Yeah, I get to be Slide Dad and teach y'all how to do some barbecue.
0: Yeah, you got to be real careful when, s- when you call yourself Dad because, yeah, that's yeah.
1: Slide Daddy.
0: Slide barbecue Daddy. daddy. barbecue Daddy.
2: Mm.
1: I do have my Southern Seas outfit in game. I have my Southern Seas outfit IRL.
2: It's here. When, when is this happening? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I was going to do it today, but we
0: ruined it. So
2: yes, what time? So,
1: okay. Stream will start 12 PM. I'm actually going to start cooking 12 AM
3: tonight.
1: Um, so nine AM Pacific. 9 a.m. Pacific. Tomorrow. 12 p.m. Easter. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna start the brisket tonight. Um around the time stream starts is when it should finish. And then I'm gonna teach y'all how to do some ribs. Or oh. inject turkey breasts. And yes. Some, and then make some uh I'll probably already have this going, but some red beans and rice and some macaroni and cheese.
2: Oh yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, bring hell good yeah. Day. I'm so excited.
1: Bring your beer. Bring your always beer. always bring the beer. And, uh, get ready to have a good time. And, yeah, happy. How you doing? What's going
0: on? I'm doing good. You can find me at that. my name, all the places. Um, I'm working on a Realm Reborn revamped right now. We clocked in at 27 hours. I'm sorry, uh, 28 hours for all the Realm Reborn. Um, for all 2.0. Sorry. For all 2.0, Shit. we were clocked in at 28 hours. That's nine hours faster than the first time, and I actually went slower this time on purpose. So it's I, I didn't start teleporting much until level forty-five. So I really I really dragged that one out. So uh, that's 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 what our findings are so far. I got to post the part two video today, which will cover the first twenty-four to twenty-six hours. Um, for reference, we went from before Hawk Manor to beating Garuda in seven hours with watching every cutscene. So that's a pretty big metric, because that covers the Titan quests, that covers Korthus, and that in its entirety, with Hawk Manor, Brave Flox, Garuda, Titan, and Stone Vigil, all took seven hours. Damn! Damn. So And that solo queue is a DPS, as as a reminder also. So uh, Really stretched that time out as much as we could, and that's what our findings are, and that's what I'm going to be mostly posting this week. Um, also, Mortal Shell came out, so I'm playing through that on Twitch. Um, the Rising is next week. Crystal Chronicles is next week, um, which also means, by the way, Ethis, there's probably more Tales of the etc. for you to uh, cover. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So we also have Yokai next week. Oh, I'm sorry, tomorrow we have Yokai tomorrow. So uh... <laughs> ready for it. Yeah, get on, get on with it. Get on with it. Oh, I will. Wrap I'm gonna get on with Yokai. So we've got a lot on the schedule, yeah. and uh, I hope you're all looking forward to it. So with that, we're going to wrap up and move on to a short post-show. So, uh, so uh, you know, Ethis' uh, partner doesn't yell at me on Twitter anymore about having to hear Laura Bonds.
3: She did. Yeah, you know, she should uh, Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> and uh, I hope you all have a good night and a good week. And we'll see you next week for, I think I know what next week's show is going to be about, so I'll DM you about it. I just gotta find I gotta find okay. us some guests for this one, most certainly. Alright. Okay. But thank you everyone for tuning in. We will see you next week. And until then, take care. See you next week. Cheerio. My outro will not swap now it is.